In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. You want to... Welcome to an all-new episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. I am Ryan Bailey. Folks, we did it. This is our 10th episode. Did you ever think we would make it 10 episodes? Uh, yeah, I remember all the way back to episode one, and I mean, it's just, I've changed so much in nine short episodes. Um, but anyways, this is episode 10. If you are joining us for the first time, welcome. Um, hopefully, this is going to be the perfect podcast to download over your Thanksgiving weekend. It is probably going to be long. I will guarantee you that. Um, and it's probably going to be weird and good and all the things that I'm really kind of leaning into with this podcast. So welcome. You are at a great place for pop culture. You are at a great place for Housewives, for Bravo, for Vanderpump Rules, for personal horror stories. Pretty much this is going to run the gamut. But most of all, happy Thanksgiving. Um, I am very thankful for you, the listener. I say this all the time. It is the same as always. You guys make this special for me. So it has been amazing talking with so many of you. Please keep reaching out. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, this weekend has been crazy. I, I know, um, you know, when we talked last, it was last this past Friday, and um, I didn't feel well. The next day I had to, uh, I didn't have to, I drove to Arizona for my, my really good friends, uh, Matt Beyer and Jessica Wagner are getting married. Um, I cannot believe Jessica Wagner fell in love with my friend, Matt Beyer, but she did. Um, and they are engaged and they asked me to officiate their wedding and it's going to be a little less than a year from now, but I take that really seriously. I love these guys so much and I want to be the best officiant that I can be. I am ordained by the Universal Life Church, which means I paid a small fee online. So if anybody else wants me to marry them, if this goes well, this is this is a cottage industry. Maybe this will be, if I do a Patreon, maybe this will be one of the levels. Like, let me marry you. Anyways, I'll do a couple for free at first just to warm up, but then I really would love to get into the marriage game. Um, 
So anyways, I want to see them as much as I can this next year because you want to be around the couple you're going to help marry. I, I do take that seriously. I know it might sound jokey, but I really take it seriously. I'm so um, I was so honored to be asked. And I just uh, what I love love. <laughs> and so anyways, me and my buddy Sean drove down. It was one of the worst uh, drives from L.A. to Arizona. It's always a tough drive. The older you get, it gets tougher. But also L.A., uh, if you guys live here, you you know this. If you don't, let me explain it. What if I was just about to explain how you get to Marina Del Rey like they did in that one uh, Vanderpump Rules episode last season where Sheena lives? No, I'm not going to do that. But L.A., they make it hard to leave. I was talking with Sean on the drive. Like, you know, L.A., it's like, it's like this um, – it's like a demon. It's a demon that's like has a hold of you and it's not going to let you leave. So it takes like three hours to move 60 miles. And that's not even joking. It is soul crushing. So eventually you just give up and you never leave LA. Um, it, it's insane, but I remember it took us like eight or nine hours when it should have only taken us six hours the other night. And I was already beat, you guys know. But Saturday woke up and they were doing uh, they were doing a friendsgiving, but it was like a crab boil. And I didn't get to go last year, and it looked amazing. So I was like, I want to do that. But I was I was like, I didn't know if I was piling too much on. You guys know I'm I'm known to do that a little bit. But I wanted to be there. And the only thing was, I live in Arizona. My my parents live about forty minutes away from where they are. But I didn't want to um, I didn't want to I guess I couldn't, I, I didn't have time to visit my mom and dad. Um, uh, so I blocked my mom on Instagram so she wouldn't see that I was in town. Don't worry, folks. I'm going, I'm flying back to Arizona Tuesday night, tomorrow night for Thanksgiving. Um, I only came down for this crab boil for one day. So I knew I didn't have time. So I blocked my mom because I knew I was going to be posting on Insta. And then halfway through the day, I was like, I don't feel right about this. So I, um, I told my mom and she was very kind. And then she, she was cool about it, but she was like, well, you know, uh, cause Matt, uh, has like, uh, he does smoked meats and stuff. So he was like smoking all these ribs and this whole process, it was really amazing and so delicious. But my mom was like, um, you know, I make ribs and I was like, oh yeah, but he does this honey glaze. And you know, she was like, well, I, I do a, a glaze and, um, you know, I do this emerald seasoning. So she kind of, there was like a little bit of guilt thrown in, but more importantly, she was like, did your friends like me on the podcast? And wasn't she great? She did so good. I thought she was amazing. She really is so much like me, though. She um, she was harping on. She really kept saying, like, I thought of better answers after I got off um, off the call. And I was like, no, your answers were great, Mom. So you guys will talk to her again next week. Anyways, the crab boil was amazing. And, you know, it just it's so important to try to participate in life. And it would have been so easy for me just to stay home and kind of recharge and do nothing by myself. But it was nice to go to Arizona and be with normal people doing normal jobs, not trying to be actors or performers or podcasters. Um, but of course I wanted to make it a little bit of a work trip. So I busted out my podcast equipment and I did a couple interviews in there and I was very excited about it. And cause I, uh, I, I'm very nervous around new people and a lot of these were new people. So, you know, having to explain what a podcast is to most people is hard. And then having to explain that it's about reality shows and about my horrible life stories. How do you explain that to somebody? It's already just, it's a tall, it's a tall order. So, 
but it went it went good. I got a couple good conversations about it, but I also got to I kind of like just try to like unplug and enjoy myself as much as possible, and I really really did. Um, then on Sunday we kind of did a quick breakfast, and then we went back on the drive back. Now about three hours into the drive, I realize I left my podcasting equipment back at Matt and Jessica's house, three hours away podcasting equipment that I needed. And, uh, I couldn't turn back around that, that podcasting equipment had all the interviews for friends giving, which I thought was going to be a nice little segment in today's episode. So that, that was very sad. And I also realized that I didn't have the equipment because of these messages. Hey, buddy, it's Matt. Uh, just giving you a call. I uh, just noticed that you left your podcast uh, gear here at the house. Uh, so you're probably freaking out, wondering where it is. I just wanted to put your mind at ease. So uh, you can pick it up when you're here for Thanksgiving. Uh, thanks again for coming out. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, Bailey. It's Jess. Just letting you know you left all your podcast microphones and wires here. You come pick it up when you're in town. That'd be great. Bye. So imagine my horror when I do not have this podcasting equipment. I, I, I had a whole bit planned and then I put it together. You know what, Ryan? Maybe Matt can send me can the, the SD card. In, anyways, technically, you don't need to know this. Just know that you are going to hear that segment I, I found a way to make this work, and you are going to hear that segment. And I think it's this really nice celebration of 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 a friendsgiving, of being too tipsy, and then of um, a girl telling us um, how horrible dating is. And I think those are always good. But there's good life advice in there. It's weird, but I I love my friends. I love my friends. These are, um, they're good people. So hopefully you'll enjoy that. Hopefully you will, um, recognize that those drunken conversations you have after a huge, huge, huge meal. Um, so that is on the show today, but guess what folks, we have something, you know, we, we just have something really, really special today. It's, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of um, Ariana Maddox from a little show called Vanderpump Rules. Well, that's right. She is on the show today. She is on the show with one of my good friends and her best friend, Logan Cochran. They are going to be talking about the one, the only Britney Spears. And uh, not only that, we're going to talk Vanderpump Rules. We're going to talk her book, Fancy AF Cocktails. She wrote with one Mr. Tom Sandoval. I am so excited for this interview. Um, I think it is going to be great. I haven't recorded it yet, but I know it's going to be great. We're going to do that tonight, and then I'm going to edit all night. Then I'm going to go back to work, and then I'm going to go to the airport, and then I'm going to go to Arizona, and I'm going to do all the stuff there. Okay? So I'm, I'm like, break. Let's do this. Oh, also, you guys, I'm going to have a lot of news stories, Jack's tweets, all that stuff. This is a big one. Okay, you guys, um, I am very excited to have one of my really good friends here. He, um, this show is all about fandom and, and loving things and loving people and loving music and movies and pop culture. And this 
This girl that he loves is probably at the forefront of pop culture and has been for decades upon decades. And the thing is, I don't know if I necessarily understand the fandom, the standing. And I want to understand so badly. And that's why I invited one of my friends, Logan Cochran, to be my guest today. And Logan, I think you brought a friend, correct? Yeah, I also brought another very big Britney Spears fan with me. And, and who, who is that? Um, maybe you've heard of her, one Ariana Maddox from what? Vanderpump Rules. Oh my God, you guys, Ariana, thank you what so up? much for being here. By the wow. way, this is that pretty, was quite the intro. <laughs> this is insane because my one of my vision board goals is to have the entire cast of Vanderpump Rules in my bedroom at one point, even Peter, and it's... This is huge. So thank you so much. Now that there's like 20 people in the cast, I don't know if we could all fit in your room at the same time. You know, I and so maybe one by one. It's a big house. <laughs> really? In yeah, the house, yeah. House. Yeah. Uh, I mean, are you are you on the same kind of page as Jack Taylor, where you're blah about the new cast, or are you liking Fuck some no, of? No, I love the new cast. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, also, guys, this is actually huge. All three thousand or four thousand of you that that might be listening, please. I know you've heard Those of are this big number nonstop. This huge. Yeah. Is that uh, Ariana has her first book? Uh, I'm yes. sure of many. Coming out December 3rd next, was that Wednesday? Uh, what Tuesday. day of the week? It's Tuesday, December yeah, December 3rd. And, and uh, it, is, it is co-authored by one Mr. Tom Sandoval. Yeah, and... and Danny Pellegrino, yes. uh, a friend of ours as well. Queen icon legend, Danny Pellegrino. Yes, thank you so much. I'm very excited. Um, December 3rd, which is coming up very quickly, um, we're down to like... What, like a week away? Like, what is happening? Did you, I mean, we saw you on the show talk about this book so long ago. Uh, two questions about that. One, what made you cave and allow Tom Sandoval to be a part of this book? Well, this is a different book. Oh, good. Okay, yes. I was like, oh, thank God. I was. Like, this that? book was no joke. This entire concept for this book was created by Danny Pellegrino. Yeah, he, After he, I did he like his reached podcast. out to you guys, yeah. right? And then I did his podcast... I had nothing, I mean, what I was working on on my own was dead, had it died, it was depressing, we had, you know, almost like a moratorium, I guess, and then it was like six to eight months later, I did Danny's podcast, and he was like, what's going on? And I was like, well, if you have any input or any suggestion, I don't know anything, this is, this is completely out, Yeah, literary stuff is outside of my realm, so yeah, he had an idea. He showed it to us and it basically encapsulated everything that me and Tom would want to do in a cocktail book. And this is like the best holiday gift that you could possibly get because first off, it's beautiful. It I've is. seen it's some stunning. of the pictures in it yeah. and it's like glossy and cool and it's like We had a the most incredible back. photographer. Yeah, and 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 on top of it, it's affordable. Like on Amazon today, I checked it was like $15. Yeah, yeah. Amazon's really they're really enticing people to I mean, how would you not them? buy a couple of these? I've I know. like four copies, I think, and I've just told everybody in my life. I'm like, just so you know, this is what you're getting for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I was like, mom, <laughs> dad, There's no both option. getting one. Yes, yeah. please. I think <laughs> it's a great gift for the holidays it's because a perfect gift. it's also a gift that brings everybody together. Because drinking always does. I think drinking does. Yeah, and you can you know do a cocktail contest with your friends and family. Also, 
when you're with your family over the holidays, sometimes you're driven to drink. So there you go. More than a cocktail. Exactly. Exactly. By the way, I do want to point out Ariana's mom is sitting on my bed right now. She is. And by the way, this is uh, I met her at Molly McAleer's live uh, podcast taping of Please Advise way back in the day. Oh yeah, mom, you did. You guessed it on the pod. So it is. It's uh, now we're full circle moment. I know. Yeah. Now we're in your pod. So by the way, so. Logan, you yes, work at TomTom. I do. Are you related to Ariana in any way? Um, I mean, is soulmate? <laughs> That's um, mm-hmm. How did yeah. you guys uh, first meet? Because I think you guys met like a year or so before I had met you. Yeah, Molly. we met in St. Louis. Like, what are we going on? Th- almost four. Four. It's four years next month. Oh my God. I showed that to Tom. What were the we, other 12? <laughs> I showed that to Tom the other night. He was like, Logan, no. It has not been four years. And I was like, Tom, it's been four That's years. That's insane. Yeah. I can really see Tom saying, no. Yeah. He's like, no way, me? man. No way. Logan. <laughs> Logan. 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 <laughs> you were working in the bar industry. Did you guys meet at a bar or were you? They came mm-hmm. into the bar that I was working at um, like a couple days before Christmas. There was snow on the ground and everything. It's very yeah. romantic. It was. It's like it a was. Netflix romantic comedy. Romantic. <laughs> um, wait, but then you guys like ended up talking and you came out and saw Beyonce together, right? Or is that... I went to Beyonce with Molly. We were we... at the same show. Oh, yeah. Actually, you went yeah, I was Meredith. Yes. Um, we... We, I don't think I saw you then. No, it was you guys. I remember trying to like wave a flashlight in the air, but a, you know how that goes. Fu- I had a, I had a phone, but like <laughs> I didn't get service because there's like hundred thousand people there. <laughs> but you came like then you moved from St. Louis to here. Yeah, two years ago. That's I highly encouraged that. I mean, yeah. I know you did. Yeah. Which was, did you ever? Did you? Did you ever regret uh, having him move out here? No. He should have moved out here sooner. Well, because this is what I love about should your live friendship. in my house. I don't know. You guys are <laughs> you guys are like these like symbiotic twins where you seem like you like the Thank same you. music. Thank you like you. you have the same sense of humor. Um, and in fact, you actually worked the BravoCon uh, their their cocktail bo- booth a couple weekends ago. Yes, right? yeah, where Ariana was voted queen of queen BravoCon. Of, oh my god! <laughs> and started the what do I get? What, what does that crown look like? Um, you a, number one on the New York Times bestseller. Uh, <laughs> I hope so. Hoxy spritzer. Oh my god! Congratulations! Now, Yay! Um, is is there? On this upcoming season, do we get to see Logan at all? And by the way, I want to clarify, this is not, um, uh, it's not about the pasta Logan. This is a separate Logan. Yes, there are two Logans, and depending on your school of thought, one is maybe your number one or your number two, obviously. Logan Cochran is my number one. He's my number one Forever. as well, actually. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> no no, no actually... uh, shade to Logan. No, I love him too, but... I, I also love him. There's also, outside of other... Lo- I mean, there's... How many James Logans Ken- are there? James Kennedy has another friend named Logan. Not Logan, no. Another Logan. There's another Logan. And then there's also a Logan who works at Pump. Oh, my God. Are you guys going to start, like, a law even- firm? <laughs> Logan, 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 Is there Logan, a rule there can Logan. only be one Logan for uh, Lisa Vanderpump Restaurant? Yeah. Yeah. So nobody, nobody. Else. I think I've known zero Logans in my life until now. I know four, apparently. <laughs> so, how did you guys both discover that you love uh, Britney Spears, or is that just a known thing? Um, that's kind of somebody? like one of those things you like get out of the way like real quick in the beginning. 
Yeah, I think we actually, I mean, I think we established that. Were we at that bowling? We were at Pinnacle. And I'm pretty, yeah, I would hope they would be playing Britney. What is Pinnacle? Is that like a? Pinup ball. It's like um, a pinup. Oh, okay. Um, My pee felt very. (laughs) It's a a bowling alley in St. Louis. But it's like a. That's also a bar. Yeah. And they're open until 3 a.m. So when yes. I got off work that night that I met them, they're like, we're going to this bowling alley. And I was like, I'll be there. Yeah. And then we, we had square cut pizza. pizza. And I'm picturing like some kind of like Britney Spears song coming on. And then you guys both doing like the same dance. At the That's same probably sort of the same. exactly what it's happened. It's almost like a radar. It's like you hear like the opening what like note of a yes. Britney Spears song. I'm just like, is that? Wait, 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 seen, do you even she, need she, a full note? It's like no, it's like you yeah. know. I've seen you do this with Beyonce too, where you just like mm-hmm. mark steps and, mm-hmm. in like one place, and you're just doing <laughs> yeah. hand motions. Yeah, choreography is very important. No, Ariana, you're actually a you like. That's how you started on the show. You were Sheena's backup dancer. Yeah, and I saw I saw a clip of that recently, and I was like, "Damn, I was like fucking killing it." I looked like but you. You I, I had that choreo down. You hid from the cameras. Though. I think yes, I, I did because I saw her do this choreography recently. Oh yeah, drunkenly. you remember it? You remember Some of it? it. Because we're good. I've seen it no, I was I was told many, many times that I was disgusting for being friends with Sheena, and that if I was ever on a reality show, I should basically just like kill myself. So I was like, Wait, "Who told you you were disgusting?" My ex boyfriend. Oh, okay, so yeah, yeah. I was like, "Well, I'll dance yeah. and perform because that's what I've literally been doing my whole life is performing and dancing and singing and musical theater and all of that." And then when they were like, oh, but you should also gossip, I was like, and no. So what changed your mind to actually want, not to actually agreeing to be part of the show? And then um, I wasn't year? being verbally abused every day anymore. Yeah. Well, because a lot of people, like you, you went to my acting studio that I worked yeah. in. Yeah. I love Leslie Kahn. Yeah, but like she said, did you con. ask her if you yeah. should do something like this? Yeah, I asked Leslie Kahn. I was like, um... What, what there's this opportunity basically in front of me that in some way, in a lot of ways, it makes a lot of sense. It'd be a very easy thing, you know. Just I know all these people and I know how this works, and it would be an e- it wouldn't be a very intense transition. More so, it would just be saying yes to something. And she was she's one of the greatest acting teachers in all of Los Angeles, and she literally was like, "Yes, absolutely, you should do that." Do you You'd regret, be stupid not to. Do you regret to. Uh, listening to her advice? In any no, way? I never regret listening to, li- to Leslie. She's like a fucking genius. Oh, yeah. And feel free to pause whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm usually so good at this, but. Oh, you have like a big necklace phone. Yeah. Um, keeps me from she losing hasn't it. I've it in a while. <laughs> I haven't potted it in a while. Favorite Britney Spears song, Logan. Oh. Wow! How do you oh, answer wow. that? Okay, I, think, I thought you'd be ready. I really, honestly thought um, you'd be ready at this. Okay, Ryan, have... what's your favorite Counting Crows song? Dude, that's easy. Oh. Mr. Jones' acoustic version from the Unplugged album. I hate. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jones and me. 
tell each other fairy tales. Stare at the beautiful women. She's looking at you, nah, nah, nah. She's looking at me standing in this bright light. Ariana knows that I like Counting Crows a lot, and she really. By the way, yes. The first if I ever I, see if I ever see a Counting Crows moment happening, I always have to send it to you. I hung out with him, I, uh, you and Tom and Jackie Johnson after that one oh, podcast yeah. t- taping, and Jackie was telling me about her punk band, and I asked if they played any Counting Crows covers. Dead serious, and that was before I knew Tom. And Tom was like, "What would you say?" Like he was. Really, <laughs> he was like, we like took him. Did back. you just bring up Did Counting you, Crows? What? <laughs> you guys talking about Counting Crows? Okay, what's your top five favorite? Um, I know my top three. What is that? Um, Breathe on me, get naked, and slave for you. Mm. Today, I know. That's See, today. it fluctuates. But I also. <sighs> It fluctuates. It's all so good. It's L- all so lucky. Good. Okay, I want to be like all of glory. <laughs> all of glory. Glory is the album, right? Justice glory, for, yeah. Justice, Justice for glory. Justice for glory. Download glory on iTunes. Love. Lucky, I'm. You don't remember Lucky? I don't. I just think it's like it, I just it, I remember. I the remember song. that song. It's obviously, like this, it's just so funny because it's a story of an act. I don't know. In, in certain <laughs> ways, I feel like Britney Spears's life is, is lucky. Is yeah. Cry, cry, cries. Okay, this is you guys both I love, love Beyonce, song. right? I do. You, yes. you both love Beyonce. Love sure. Beyonce. Yes. We see how hard Beyonce works from crafting everything. She's meticulous. Yes. Now, this is the thing that I have a disconnect on: is Britney Spears' music sounds really good, and it is amazing music. But then I don't think she's a huge part of that music. No, that's where that? you'd be wrong. Okay. Because if you read interviews with other um, producers and songwriters that she's worked with, they all talk about how hands-on she is, how dedicated she is, and... How professional she is. And how much work she puts into all of it. So... But you guys, that's a misconception. No, Ryan Bailey, no, no. This is actually what pisses me off about okay, yeah, bring so that. many yeah, yeah. people... Is that they never give her the credit? Like you could look look at any of her albums, and you see oh somebody what? else hasn't potted no, in a, a while. It's a reminder to bring my mom her cookbook tomorrow when I go back to Arizona. Oh, oh my god! That's what it is. It's a reminder. Wow. Okay. And this is it. It's a, a, a slow cooker book she wanted. So oh, yeah, that was the reminder. Cool. That doesn't look like it. Okay, right, and you couldn't cooker. even get her the hard cover. Jesus no. Christ! Okay, she okay. wanted paperback. <laughs> this is in my own room. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, nobody gives her the credit that she deserves. She has so many songwriting credits that nobody ever talks about or nobody ever cares to mention. She is very hands-on. People talk about all the time, like 
Sure, she might not be the best singer, but she knows exactly what to do when she gets to the studio. Yeah, she'll come in and she'll be the one that's like, oh, what? this is the riff that I was thinking of. This is the hook. And she just, she's like like full, apparently chock full of pop hooks. She's chock full. Wait, (laughs) and and I just, as as friends, we believe this to be true. We believe. Why would I not believe that? Why would I lie to you? Some of these interviews come out like 10, 12 years later after the song's already out. So like, the producer is not like promoting the album at this at this point. They're just like discussing their career over the years and how they did work with Britney and like talking about their experience. So like, there's no reason for those people to be making it up at this point. Well, these are the tough questions. This is why you guys are here, and you're getting yes. the truth. And you're now, getting- <laughs> what's that? And you're getting the truth. Yes. And so, <laughs> so this is investigative Spears. journalism. <laughs> I told you I was. This is going to be heavy, Britney. So I yes. all of her social media. There's been a lot of people worrying with the whole skinny as a needle uh, Instagram video. What are you talking video. about, Ryan? Britney's Instagram is art. See, but we're making it art because this is like fandom. We or then, maybe she's just an artiste. You feel this is her manipulating the media and we're talking well, I don't about know it if right it's, now, aren't we? Uh, yeah, we're talking about it. I don't know if it's uh, that calculated. I just think that she kind of just does her. She's just always done her own thing. Even like when she put Glory out... You know, in uh, a couple years ago, people were thinking, oh, it's going to be like a new different sound. And she's like, no, bitch, this is my sound. This is me. This is my life. She's always going to have this like playful, you know, um, she loves butterflies and fairies. And she's just, that's me her. Too, but like, I'm not really you know? successful. Wait, so this is my Frost versus Nixon. I got to really push you guys. Okay. You okay. really, okay. There's no part of you that thinks uh, that's the rumors that she's like off her meds, that she couldn't, she can't really. She couldn't possibly be off her meds because she's watched so Because of the conservatorship, right? Yes. Yes. Hmm. I, one thing I do think about her is that, you know, part of the reason why she does have this kind of, you know, um, naivete. yeah, it's like, like an innocence when you hear her yes. talk and she has like a light baby voice a little bit. And her interests are, for the most part, very... Um, she does does do a lot of reading. She'll post stuff about that. But I do think the reason for that is is that she's been in the spotlight since she was like five or six. When she, she did Broadway as like a teeny, teeny, tiny kid. So she's never had this life of, you know, having to go to school to learn half the shit that we all had to. So for her, I think it's just about what do I enjoy? What do I like? Yeah. And so there's almost like an arrested development. A little bit. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And, and I also, know she's not sitting there going over her finances herself, you know? Yeah. I mean, she's I, never had to. God, that, I, I do admire that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't? She's so lucky. So she's a star. This, this, this broke this weekend, the Justin Timberlake of it all. What are your guys' Ooh. opinions, first off, on mm. their relationship? And, and do you remember when they were together, were you like, that's cute, they both wear denim together? Well, yeah. I mean, we, I feel like we all stand them, as, like we shipped it, yeah, as we the shipped kids them. say. But I also, I also think about this, too. I don't, because I, she was all I knew when I was, like, 9, 10, 11, I didn't realize that there were, like, other people I could be paying attention to. It was like Britney Spears was my world. So I was like, oh, like Justin Timberlake. Okay, they're dating. So you have to like him. Well, yeah, you have to like him, but I also, I loved NSYNC at the time. So I was like, yeah, NSYNC sure. NSYNC was this great. Like, you were a Chris Kirkpatrick guy, right? 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Justice honestly, for JC, JC honestly. JC yeah, I mean, but I, mean he was, I thought he was the best looking guy in NSYNC. And he had arguably the best voice. That's true. I'll always say this, too. Um, I think NSYNC maybe had some better songs and were better performers. But the Backstreet Boys, this is unrelated to anything, no. um, <laughs> were better singers. Yeah. Wait, for real? Yeah, yeah I agree with that. The Backstreet yeah. Boys had a little bit more of like a classic yeah, um, they had a little more soul, and they could like really <laughs> harmonize. Yeah, you're laughing That's gonna at me, be but the it's true. Quote. Backstreet Boys had a little more soul. Um, it's true. true. But so you like Justin Timberlake at the time, and then what was sure. your opinion? Because when I remember this going down, my what I had heard was that she had cheated on Ju- Justin with um, Wade Robson. Wade Robson. The That's Michael the Jackson rumor, guy. but that rumor has still at this point never really been confirmed. Wade, That's come true. on out. No, um, <laughs> yeah, Wade, <laughs> we have some questions closet, yeah. for you. Um, but I think that that was a rumor and without ever confirming whether it was true or not, Justin really enjoyed using that narrative to push this whole thing. And the fact that River video is very first solo album. Yep. Mm. Convenient. Wait, so you guys did not like his solo album? I did. The music was great. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I mean. Like I Love You is uh, still maybe one of my favorite. That first album is. Justified Just is yeah. amazing. So, yeah. so we. St- I skipped school to buy that album. Oh my god! <laughs> we, but I'm we telling on you. We started disliking him because of the Janet Jackson thing on top of the Britney See, Spears thing. Well, well yeah, and I just feel like, like he. Mm. See, this is to me like the crux of pop culture. Like this, this Britney, like it all tie. If you had a big Homeland thing tying like pins. When and is Justin Timberlake going to take some accountability? Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I agree that he has not, but. Should why why does everybody and especially on Twitter why is he trash? Why is he? That, I mean, that's <laughs> and it's kind of like a collective decision. Okay, so he, stay off Twitter. Yeah. He, well, now apparently he's holding hands with his that's co-star. What, in that's New what broke this weekend, and we talked about it on the podcast earlier. Is that he was caught? Like, okay, so you sometimes are in the public eye and stuff like that. Why yes. would he should know not to be on a balcony in New Orleans and have anybody? Like, he looked like he was blacked out. But he was not. So, but I'm saying, even when we're blackout drunk, like you still remember pieces of things. Like you're just not like. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure the next day he was told or was showed that video, and he's like, "Oh fuck." Yeah. Here's why I hate him. (laughs) See, but here's the thing. At least in this moment, with this girl. They're talking about the Justin Timberlake of it all because I feel like 10, however, 15, 20 years ago when it was Britney or when it was however many years ago and it was the whole incident with Janet, everyone's talking about Britney and everyone's talking about Janet. Like, Britney cheated. Janet showed her boob. I'm like, well, actually, like, I don't want to hear Timberlake anybody sitting here talking now. shit about that girl in New Orleans. Well, it's a man's I world, want, right? Like, that's what we, that's, I mean, he's, he's right. benefiting from kind of like the also, crap that's always... That's what I feel this, like he's done in the past, yeah. There was this radio interview he did when he was promoting Like I Love You. Yeah. And they asked, the DJ asked him if he... Oh, it was something about... Um, or no. Yeah. They asked him like, we'll spin your song a hundred times this week if you just tell us. Like, did you go down on Britney Spears? And he's like, man, I don't want to talk about somebody else. And they're like, 105 spins. He's like, okay, I did it. That extra five is really no. By the way, Logan, when, when, when I said I just think bullshit. he's kind of a little. I don't but know. Andy threw Janet me. Jackson under the bus and yeah, insulted Janet Jackson and Prince in a song. 
Um, he's trash. I'm so excited. I, when I said... And he, he's married and, to an anti-vaxxer. Well, that, Which is, a, yeah, what well, the heck well, is that about? Somebody wrote this to me today. He is when very I said, talented. Well, I'll give yeah, him that. But he totally is. Obviously. I wrote bringing cheating back on a post. And this girl wrote... <laughs> this, this girl wrote... Um, this girl wrote, well, he might be in an open relationship. Why do you got to like, why do you got to hate on that? Like, well, he what, might. Yeah. I mean, he, he and his wife might have some sort of then, agreement. Like, hey guys, forgot to tell you I'm in an open relationship. It's cool. If I well, uh, then again, is it really our business if he is? But I do think, you know, that's, that's the re- risk that you would be running then. If you have are in an re- open relationship and something like that is seen in public, well, what do you do? Are you going to expose your whole relationship if it is that? And, yeah, I mean, like, like, is he collect, like, does he rent, like, time? I think he needs to just be like, I'm an idiot. Yeah, I mean, guys And are... just not throw anybody else under the bus in that moment, because he's done that in the past. Oh, and I feel like that's what pissed me off. For once. Yeah, for take once, ownership. Justin, for once. Um, uh, as Vanderrump Rules premieres January Vanderrump 7th. Rules, Vanderrump Rules, yes. Vanderrump Rules. Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday, new night. January 7th. Um, these are going to be the questions that you cannot answer. Sure, um, yeah. On the, on the press release or something under them. your name says something I huge. Oh, God. Uh, something huge happens idea. to you this year. <laughs> something huge happens to you this year. Are you willing to tell us what huge thing happens to you where you get what? closer to Lisa Vanderpump? This was in some kind of press release material. Oh, and, uh, no, I honestly like. I remember reading that and being like, I don't know what that is. Like, I don't even know oh, really. Wow, that you don't means. even know. Like, that's, that's they said. Like, like and in one of the press release things or like the little bios, they said something about a scandal, and I was like, what? Uh, there was a scandal. Okay. I think I know what it is. Do you think it's the like? What? Logan literally just whispered when you shot that guy. That's crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is gonna be the best season ever. <laughs> Oh um, my God! So actually, I think you saw in the in the trailer when Tom, Tom gets getting, arrested. Tom getting arrested. Can oh. you run down the street? Like, what's actually, going on? You think actually, that's it, though? No, he actually took the blame for Ariana shooting. Oh, guy. when I shot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really. Wow! Wow! Things are really popping up. <laughs> See, my theory on that scene. I'm too, not on the when, show, so I can spoil. Well, I when Tom gets arrested video. in that scene, supposedly, my theory it's one of those sexy cops, and then he like starts doing a strip. Tease on mm. the street. Is that on the close? street? Oh, my, I'm sure my neighbors would love street. that. <laughs> wait, wait, that's it. What do you uh, say to the people that say that you and Tom did not live in that shitty apartment? That you've had a nice place this entire time. What? People say that. I just yeah. Made who that is up saying right that? Now just to see. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you guys just got a house this year. Like, is it yeah. insane? It's actually beautiful. have a house where the it's microwave in, can run. With yes, the- it's in. I mean, honestly, it's every dream that I've had come true. It's so exciting. Now. Uh, and you they guys are taking your first. T- yeah. Wait, we did. <laughs> is that what the season's going to be? Is it going to be like House Wars? Is it like HGTV? Like house We were hunters? just stoked. And then, I mean, there is a lot of people. I just remember this summer, like a lot of people talking shit about my house. And I'm like, guys, what is this? Okay. I don't um, know. This is the question I actually have always wanted to know. Oh. How do you... No, no, for real. Like, how do Tell you... Me. How do you mentally deal with going into shooting a season when you know the the goal of a season where they, the producers feel like they've done their job is that they can create some kind of drama where you have to end up shouting at somebody, screaming at somebody, making up with somebody, having flirties with somebody. Like, how do you go into that and then, like, stay sane? I don't. Like, <laughs> I don't I mean, stay sane. It just feels like something I would dread. Well, yeah, it's, um, you know, every 
everything in life has its pros and cons. And I would say that there are a lot of really good things, you know, that come from doing the show and being a part of the show. And, um, you know, a lot of times we work through issues that maybe in real life we'd just be like, okay, I guess I'm not going to be friends with that person anymore. But because of the show, it's like, I feel like we do have more of these difficult conversations. That being said, yeah, of course there's some shitty stuff about doing it. And the shitty stuff is that sometimes you lose your goddamn mind. I mean, have you ever just been like, I'm done. I cannot do this. Like, I cannot do this. Yeah. Well, did you see the trailer? <laughs> I said that in the trailer. I was like, I quit live. I can't. I just want to get in my car and drive away and never come back. Well, have you ever felt bad for Ariana watching her go through any of this stuff? And especially this season when you're kind of more around she, the action. She handles it very well. Oh, well, thank you. I've never, I mean, I've never seen you have moments where I was like, girl, you need to get out of there. <laughs> Stop doing that. I've never had run, those girl, moments run. where I was like, are you okay? <laughs> um, but I also think usually those moments you're sort of forced to like work through. Yeah, you work so you, through like, it. I feel like if you don't sort of wrap up or tie up loose ends by the end of the season. Do you know when the end of season's coming? Do they go like, this is the shutoff date, so make sure your yes. problems are solved? Or it, well, we, it we do know, we do know that we're done on a certain day. And so, like, let's say, you know, let's say today was the day. It's the last day of principal shooting. Um, and, like, I'm going to ask Logan to be my boyfriend tomorrow wow. Does Tom know? <laughs> but that would be dumb right yeah because yeah you want to save that for next season or no. do it now or do it at the finale for, do it now a little cliffhanger you know what I mean? or like but like if if you're gonna do something in life and it's real and it's what you want to do why wait why would you wait until we're done <clears throat> excuse yeah. me until we're done filming to do it that would just be stupid well but then do you ever have that kind of thing of like i want I want this special moment to be mine or ours away from anybody. Sure, yeah, of course. Yeah. You want that sometimes, but that doesn't mean that that is what happens. And do you have to tell the producers, like, what you, like, this is what I'm thinking, and they're like, this is what we're thinking. Well, you want to be, you want to be in communication with them as, as good, as well as you can, because you want them to know that, especially if they're thinking about things that have to, be done or you know locations and things like that just logistics yeah. of it all and if i really want to throw tom like a really sick birthday party i have to tell them about it because otherwise they're gonna they're not gonna know you i want to do it and then plan it behind their backs and like, be like all right guys here's what we're doing tonight like, yeah like, like surprise uh, it would just be you know inconsiderate and yeah yeah so it's good i feel like that's why it's really good that we have a good relationship with our producers because then it does keep things real because then they can follow what's really going on in your life. If you don't tell them what's going on in your life, then how are they going to know to follow it? Yeah. You know? Now, Logan, you said you, you saw the first episode of the show when you were at BravoCon (laughs) and you said it was kind of weird because, um, you had actually been there for a lot of events that happened this season. So it's gotta be weird to then see it on, on film. Like, was that, yeah, I was I was talking about this earlier when somebody said something to me and I was like, did I see that on the show? Was I there for that? Or did I just like hear about that? I'm like <laughs> it's like this weird That's what I it feels forget. like 
if I was actually there, did that actually happen? Yeah. It's like a weird deja vu. It's like the feeling yeah. that you get when you're at the grocery store and you see someone and you're like, do I follow them on Instagram? Are they famous or do I know them? Yes. And that's LA. <laughs> yes. I, yeah. No, that's exactly what it's like. I was like, I was there. That's weird. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. I remember the first time I met you and, and Tom officially, uh, Molly brought me to Tom's birthday party, the charity one. Oh, and yeah. Richardson. The fundraiser. The fundraiser, yeah. yeah. And I immediately, uh, upon entering, my whole body turned to sweat, and I was so nervous. And there's a picture of me, you... I feel like I remember you saying that you were really sweaty, and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> well, because I was like, don't touch me. It's so and nice like, to meet you. Well, because you were like, like you tried to hug me, and I was like, no, 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 don't do that. And Molly was like, oh, this dude's sweating. And then I went and I toweled myself down in the back... Like Ariana's mom is horrified. Just horrified right now. <laughs> She's literally like, uh, I should not like, sit on the bed. Why am I sitting in this sweaty man's bed? <laughs> no, but I was like literally. And then I went to the bar and Meredith was over there and I kind of knew Meredith and she was talking to me and I was like, you, like the, they had towels for the tables and I literally just grabbed a towel and was like just, I was like <laughs> bent down. And Wait, I did that recently when we were at a wedding. Do you remember? Oh my God. I, <laughs> yeah. We were, like, taking a photo or something, and I was like, wait, wait, because I was very sweaty from dancing, and I, like... The tablecloth? I'm sitting at the table, and I, like, grab the tablecloth, and I just, like, start patting (laughs) down my face. No, it's, like... like, wipe my face off before I take a sweaty photo. Well, that was the thing, was, like, I... It was so interesting to watch your favorite show come to life... And then to realize you would not be able to hang in your favorite show. Like, you're like, I, we'd all be flooding out of here if I was like, <laughs> like, just stop filming every time because you're just dripping sweat. Um, uh, oh, what do you feel like being here on the day where, I mean, I guess, where do you both take sides on the Perez Hilton Jax Taylor War of 2019? Can you explain to me what, what that is? Because I don't know what that is. So I'll try. It's, it's, I, it runs deep. Like, Prez Hilton was doing a video making fun of, I think, Trisha Paytas, the YouTube star. Okay. And Wait, back it up. Back it up. Yeah. Who is Trisha Paytas? Oh, Thank God you don't know. Eats. She eats? On YouTube. She does these mukbangs where it's oh, just videos of her. I know what a mukbang. It's just videos of her just like eating food. Like I she'll love buy a, a bunch of chicken McNuggets and just Can eat I be them. a mukbanger? Please? That sounds great. <laughs> People pay me to eat. But, I'm putting it out there on the pod. If there's anybody listening to Ryan Bailey's podcast that will pay me to eat, please oh slide God. into the DMs because that sounds like a dream job. You're literally going to have at least two people that slide into the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so Jax then took a screenshot. He, he didn't really, as he does, I don't know mm. if you've ever noticed this, he doesn't really uh, take time to get to know the whole story. And by the way, nobody should be sticking up for Perez Hilton at all. I'm very... No, Perez Hilton... Uh, yeah, I mean, we... Well, we can get into the Britney of it all if you want to talk about Perez Hilton. Yeah. Kind of leading into mm, okay. this. So, yeah. And so he didn't read this, and all of a sudden he was like... Um, I don't want to misquote somebody like he might, but he said... Um, <laughs> this is great. He said... Sorry, I'm going to vamp here. Um, okay, he said... He had a, a picture of Perez doing and the Perez invitation on make, TikTok. And, he, and Perez was making fun of Trisha Paytas. Paytas. And okay. he said, I'm curious what the gay community thinks of this, question mark, at Bravo, watch what, hap- uh, watch what happens live. But Who what that? does that have to do Jax with tweeted the this. gay community? Jax I think tweeted, he was saying that Perez should be ashamed to... of himself, like that? he's ugly. What does the gay community think of this? 
I'm very confused. And think, also, why would why does Watch What Happens Live have to do with it? I think he just thought Andy might do, like, this will be a fun, like, for Andy's thing at the beginning oh, or what? something. I actually know, I know who I, does the social media. I, I can't get into his mind. Watch it's, What Happens. I'm very and, confused about every layer of this. This podcast is trying to, the, uh, for 10 episodes, <laughs> trying to get to the bottom for 10 episodes, I've tried to get to the bottom of how this man's mind, mind works. And it's so hard because I can't, there's just things firing in different directions. Well, Ryan, that's why it. there's eight seasons of Vanderpump Rules. So, uh, so I'm not going to make you say. And any. one season of Jackson, Brittany, Day, Kentucky. No one knows. I watched all of that season. Yeah. Um, you. Oh. <laughs> you. Good, good, you, good, good, good. You. You. Um, um, wait. So, okay. So what does the gay community. I'm, I'm, this is just. I'm trying yeah. to unpack this. What is the gay community. Is Trisha Paytas. Um, is she. Well. He was then saying he then is went on his Instagram stories. I don't. Is he was she making some, fun of how he looks and how he was behaving, how he acts. Making then, fun of how Perez Hilton looks. Yeah, in that in that video, he oh. looks like. But then on Jax's Instagram story okay. today, he did one of those things where he filmed somebody walking down the street and made fun of them. So he he <laughs> did that Jax today. Jax did that. Yeah. I love how everybody's shocked. Yeah, he does. I don't Ryan, I'm blocked by Jax oh, on everything. Wait, a yes. and B, I had him muted before that. So why? Wait, I, I don't wait, watch I don't these. You guys things. hung out at BravoCon. Do you not like laugh at each other? Like you're still blocked. I know I am. Like, do you guys like are like that open about it? I mean, we're not going to kill each other. BravoCon. No. Yeah. Saying, did we hang out with Jax at BravoCon? No. No. I mean, you guys. I don't see, think you guys have to like be on the same stage yes, and stuff yes, like that. Yes, we do. Yes, I of mean, course. I just feel like that. I would. I don't know if I'd be able to handle that kind of like awkwardness on a, a regular basis. There's plenty of other people in the room to focus on. That's true. You know, yeah. and Tom's there. Yeah. Um, and like in that moment when we were on stage doing that thing, there were like two thousand amazing, awesome fans of the show who were there. And I'd rather focus on them. I respect your social media doesn't give shout outs to every product known to man too. I'm not saying that Jax's does. I'm just saying I respect that about your Listen, social media. if they want to, I mean, it would be cool if I got like free stuff. <laughs> free stuff rules, by the way. Like, it does. List, well, if I got like a lot Jack of free, I, I, you know, if somebody gives me something for free, fuck yeah, I'm going to post about it. But, you know, it doesn't happen all that much. Wait, that, that was it. We, because you did the Blocked by Jax Twitter uh, shirt or the shirt and you yes, posted that. Yes, yes. And the, Gold Half Moon Company. I, yes. I interviewed. She was awesome. She's so sweet. So cool. She's really cool. But yeah. that picture kind of ignited things. That's what I want to know. Did you guys then that day or even Dodie um, be like, saw that shirt? We're making a real one. Like, I mean, is they it- didn't say neither one of them said anything to me okay. or Tom about it. Also, that is the real one. The yeah, original right there. is the real <laughs> one. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that I ordered that off uh, Gold Half Moon's uh, Etsy. Yeah two weeks or a week and a half before BravoCon. Yeah, we read your quote. like this. Yeah, and I wanted to make sure. I I was like, oh, I hope this comes in time for BravoCon because I do think it would be really cool if we had them there for this. Um, So, yeah. So, the idea that that she wasn't the original, it just doesn't make any sense. No, it's just like twisted logic. But, okay, so Perez Hilton, what is your... So, what is going on here with the Jax and the Perez? My opinion about Perez Hilton is that he's... Terrible. Well, then Perez Hilton knows that he came back to Jackson. and he goes, I can't wait, believe this. He, he oh, God, he, wait, what? So Perez Hilton on his story was like, first off, thanks for drawing attention to my TikTok. It's awesome. Thank you, Jax. But then <laughs> TikTok, he said. I'm trying to get into TikTok, guys, but I, know, I, I that's can't. Like the thing, that and YouTube, I just can't do. Um, 
You have to have no shame to be on TikTok. And look at I'm me. Trying. I'm it's trying to whittle down my shame, Logan. So to today, Prez Hilton then <laughs> said he went to infer that first off that um, Jack should just stick to what he's knowing, having alcohol and drug problems and also being um, 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 a potential homosexual himself. And so Prez like went hard. Oh God! Um, and then okay. then Jackson started tweeting about like Netflix movies and stuff like They're that. They're both does, wrong know? in this situation. Everyone's wrong. We're all wrong. Okay, but then then Prez Hilton and Britney, what do you think about? Because that was back in the day when they did well, the coke drawings out of the nose. He said some re back in the day. He said some real. He was selling after shirts. her VMA performance. I think he said he, she should just go kill herself. He said which performance? Um, the one with he said why couldn't it have been Britney instead of Heath Ledger. He did? Yes, he said that. And he was selling shirts that were making fun of her or something, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's like really hard to... But he said he he hasn't made fun of anybody's appearance since 2010. He said that to Jackson. I do. Okay, listen. I'm sure he's gotten better. I don't... Maybe he has. I, I don't well, know. I'm not I looking to say sure. Perez Hilton at all, but I'm listen, just saying, I don't know the guy, and yeah. obviously he's. Why do you love Perez? We have Hilton a lot so more. It's getting turned around on me. Great. <laughs> Ryan Bailey loves Perez Hilton. <laughs> no, that's that's the quote, everybody. That's the quote. No, but I feel like you know now that there's so many other outlets for um, pop culture and you know yeah. gossip and entertainment news. I don't pay. I, of course, back in the day, his website was kind of like a good place to go for that, even though it yeah. was very snarky in the the white. But that is sort of. I mean, and, I also feel at the time like he broke stories. He and did. He had like exclusive. Oh, I used to. Li- I mean, like, I, I ate up TMZ in that. Like, I, but I also used to there's such, yes. there's such negativity on that website as well that he he was he, relentless. He, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what it's like now, but, you know, at the time, it was pretty bad. Um, uh, who's the one person you've met because of all of this that you would never have been able to... Is that... <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, you guys actually were in the audience for one of her first shows. Yes. Taping, yes. And um, yeah, you can actually Logan see... Second, Brad. second best day of my life. The first was... <laughs> What's the first? When I met her the first time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the third? When you met her when at TomTom. We Tom. Wait, are any like, romantic relationships Tom in the Tom. top ten? No, that was the first time. Oh, when you went to her show and you were front row and she grabbed your hand. Yeah, that's on YouTube. The fourth best moment, um, saw her at the Staples Center earlier this year. That was amazing. That was I'm so glad good. I got to wait, be did I ask you that. Like, I, I asked you your top, like, wait, these moments of all your whole life. It's My all whole life, Clarkson? Ryan Bailey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Logan stands Kelly, Brittany, and Beyonce. Have you ever seen and uh, Little Brittany Mix live yet? For some reason, yes. <laughs> I love Little Mix. <laughs> but then he goes, he goes weird. Then he'll be like, he'll go local natives, or he'll go. Oh like, my god! Like yeah, kind of, no, Logan saw Lord Huron, and yeah, yes. Logan has an extensive musical library. No, he like knows what he's. Yeah, yeah. That's how I know. Like that's how I know Kelly Clarkson is good. Because I'm like, yeah, but I also like local natives. So justice. Like, and justice. So you lost good. your mind at justice. Oh, yeah. According to the videos. I <laughs> lost my mind at justice like four times in the last year and a half at this point. Yeah. And I can't wait to do it again. You're living the dream. It's wait, the so best. Kelly Clarkson for you, anybody else that you were like, I cannot believe I'm, I'm meeting this person? 
I feel like I say that every time I meet somebody. So like, back it up. Yeah. There's like a lot. I mean, for me, yes, Kelly Clarkson, um, Paula Abdul. I love her. Paula Abdul came into Tom Tom like twice within like two weeks of each other, and then the second time she came in after I waited on the, her the first time, I dropped off a glass of wine at her table. She's like, "Logan, we saw you in the background of the episode this week," and I was like, <laughs> "What?" Was like, Wait, Paula Abdul said that to you? Yes, and I'm like, "Paul, first of all, Paula Abdul watches Vanderpump Rules. Second of all, Paula Abdul." pays close enough ten- attention that she saw me in the background remembered who I was and then remembered to tell me the next time she saw me she really is forever your girl that's amazing she asked <laughs> she me is. the first time she came in and I was waiting on her um, probably like 20 minutes after she sat down like before she even had food on the table she was like can I give you a hug and I was like Duh. Yes, I'm like, and then I not like, now, Paula. I'm like, Paula, I'm busy. I have four other tables. <laughs> I just got triple sad. Um, no, and then I like go up to the stair. I like go in the stairwell, and I almost like collapse. I'm like, Paula Abdul just asked me for a hug. Like, why? Like, I love why? that wasn't tears. Like, why me? Why? I'm like, I'm just like, yes, I was being very nice to her, and. I mean, she's she's a legend at this point. Oh, yeah. She is but a legend. Like, By the way, we have to go to her residency. I know. And Kelly Clarkson and has Kelly a residency. And Kelly Clarkson that is like the dream. Like, I'm freaking out. <laughs> what if Paula Abdul just has a crush on you? Like, she's mean to everybody else, but for some reason, you're the only one Oh, my God, yeah. What if this whole to? thing is just about you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> your face. <laughs> Logan, do you like my outfit? I'm going to throw it away if you don't. Yeah. Um... <laughs> um uh, okay, so um, new season's coming out in January. Are you happy? It's usually in December, but I have a feeling like that's really good because your book comes out next week, so it gives you guys time to really hit that before you then have oh, to hit yeah. the yeah, Vanderpump Yeah, trail. we're going, we're doing a, kind of a mini tour um, before Christmas hits. Yes, yeah, you're going to be yes, at the Grove yes, next yes. week, right? We're going to be at the Grove on the 9th. Which, so any of you Angelinos that are out here, go to the Grove. Danny's going to be there. Tom's going to yes, be there. Yes, Danny's doing like a little there. Q&A with us. It should I'm be really be cute. There. Logan's going to be there. Tell them, you know, that you also love Paula Abdul. See if Paula Abdul will come, if anybody knows her. Um, <laughs> she's <laughs> friends with Lisa. She's just well, in the background. With the I told Ken. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I, think, I told Lisa, I was like, Paula Abdul was here last night. And she's like, oh, yes. She's darling. like, I've been here friend. longer than Paula. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to be um, the Barnes & Noble on Fifth Avenue in New York on the 3rd. Which is Big insanity. I really, seriously, people come. Do you get come, nervous come, for come, how come. the book will be received? It's already Absolutely. been received. Like, a, like, I mean, I'm I'm confident and proud of what we're putting out there. I just hope that people don't discount it because it's coming from two cast members of Vanderpump Rules. I hope that they think like, I want to check this out because I feel like if they do, they'll be pleased and excited, and I, you know, I want them to see it. No, I mean, you guys are. Like, and come see us. I want people to know, come see us. Well, yeah, you were the two. That's what I was going to say. And I, I love. Probably... I love hanging out with people. I love meeting people. I had the best time at BravoCon. 
talking to people to the point Dude, where I had no that, voice. You at that, that party just screaming yeah. over, like, people were like, gay rights. Singing gay, gay rights. rights. Gay rights. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, it is gay rights. That was the biggest FOMO That was amazing. I DJ James Kennedy yes. on stage. That was Coachella for him. Ryan, and it was killed me. Like, amazing. I cannot tell you. I, I seriously had no voice afterwards. And so I want to just do it all over again. Well, I mean, it really is cool. Like, I had, I mean... Nobody was there to see me. But you but kind, you started I had, to get a little following, by the way. I'm starting I to notice people. Yeah, Logan's most, getting a little Logan, bit yeah. of a, yeah. I had the most emotional reaction and the most emotional come down from BravoCon. Oh, yeah. After we, we went to the FedEx store to, like, ship all the merch back home, I started crying in the back of the, the cab. <laughs> and I was like, it's Because you were lost, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I and took like, a video of us pulling away from Union West, where like, like it still it's had all the BravoCon signs around it. And I took a video of us pulling away, and it made well, me cry. I, I, talk, I was crying. I talked about this on the podcast. Was that I thought it was going in my heart? I hoped it was like Firefest and a total bomb because I couldn't be there. So I oh. wanted people to like have Joke a miserable well, Ryan. Ryan. Well, then immediately that's rude. I was talking to Logan. Like you, you like I was just like. It was it was so horrible because it looked so fun and that party it was, the it was so much fun. It was so packed. Everybody yes. was freaking out. Everybody looked like they were having the time of their lives. Tom was popping and locking behind a of bar. Of course, as he as he as, as he, he does. does. Yeah, so that's that's I the mean, Tom. It just looked like, and I hope they they have to do a second year. Hopefully, I mean, I hope so. I hope they do one in L.A. Maybe or like a Vegas con. I hear rumors that that could be. I don't know. I hope so. Um, uh, so. So January 7th, the new season comes out. Do you have to, um, like we talk about mentally preparing for the start of a season, do you have to mentally prepare for a season because then people start to see what the season's about? Oh, yeah. You have to deal with social media. Um, yeah. Like that, I get really upset if like, I mean, I can't imagine what it's like to have really people pay attention to no, you. No, Ryan, I media. care what people think. That's what I'm saying. I can't imagine I what that's like. Like that's to to have that kind of mass following and then to be a sensitive person on top of that. Uh, that like scares it's, me. Well, it's hard because a I I care what people think, but b I get it kind of gets to a point where you're like, listen, I'm not going to change who I I care what people think, but I'm not going to change who I am based on what people think. So if you don't like me, you don't like me, and that's fine. But where it gets frustrating is if you're reading stuff online and what they're saying is the reason for not liking you is something that's not true or is like skewed or just like way out of left field, for me, it is insanely hard not to go through and want to like correct what they're, what they're saying. So like, sometimes you can't even though, right? Because it, it, it might yeah, give away a plot point or it might... Right, right, or you right, have to, sure. Or you have to kind of like or, kind of challenge the legitimacy or I wanna, of the show. Or I want to do that, right, challenge the legitimacy of the show. Or I don't want to necessarily throw somebody else under the bus to do it. So, you know, if somebody said, I don't like you because this, 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 and you did this to this person for no reason... If I was to maybe say the real reason why I did that, that would then throw that other cast member under the bus in a way that is, like, really bad, then I'm like, I don't want to do that, though, because I don't, because then it blows up and becomes a big thing. It's almost better, 
this is what goes through my head every time I read a comment like that. God, so I go through this of, like, process. You have to think of like 90 separate thoughts. And then I kind of just go, I think it's probably better if I just don't say anything, as hard as that is. So you've had to learn that over like five or six years to... Yes. to, to yeah. But I also... And I, I that's probably... The other thing, and I, I think Tom is the same way, is that you guys both... Um, and, and this... It's so funny to have two people that come off on screen exactly how they are in real life. You guys are both like genuinely nice, caring people, and that's you probably get that from your mother. Um, she just flipped me off. Thanks um, so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, <laughs> um, no, true, no. But I'm saying, like, you, there is a reason that I think you guys work well together, and there is a reason why um, the comments, the majority of them, I'm on Twitter all the time. They say, or even on this all the podcasts I listen to is that you guys, king and queen is not the right word, but it's like the, um, or no, 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 I, no. It's just like the, the people that That's you, why Logan's my best friend. I, I hate, I hate the word stand, but the people no, that I you know stand because they're saying. always on the right side, I'm whether a... it be trans rights, whether it be, um, homosexuality, whether it be like you, you guys seem to always stick up for the right side of things. And even if you get so much pressure thrown your way, you do not budge. And well, I, thanks, Ryan. No, but, it, but the thing is, is that when you're in those moments, you don't know if something is the right side of something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just have you to know do your it. Value. You have you know to your kind of just... And your morals and... Yeah, and you kind of have to just go with that because, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of ultra-conservative people who watch the show, maybe, I don't know, who probably oh, think is. that I'm a big old piece of shit because their right, their quote unquote right side is maybe We're definitely. more witches and wee hoes. They like, you know, so I feel like it, it gets hard though because you you don't want to necessarily piss people off, but you're always gonna you're always gonna piss somebody off. That's got to be the hardest thing so to accept. So it's like, who do you it's, mind? It, it, Ryan, I'm not kidding you. It is a very oh, hard I thing to about, accept. I mean, it's, it's very hard. Who do you mind pissing and I'm, off more? That's well, true. yeah, that's exact. I mean, that's exactly right. I mean, if if super ultra conservative Christians are pissed at me, I'm kind of like, well, sorry. I knew that was coming anyway. You so, know, yeah, you yeah. know, like I mean, what am I going to do? That's just how it is. I mean, um, is there is there one moment in the show where you are your your least favorite moment of the show? And it doesn't um, even have to be something with you. I mean, is there something that you're just like, I'm ashamed of this? Uh, I feel like, well. I don't know if shame is the right word or if it's something... I feel like I, in some ways, earlier... I I guess it's hard because the way that the show works, sometimes it gets frustrating because, you know, it's not the the Ariana show. So it's not going to be all my perspective all the time. And so sometimes what I'm going through that I'm kind of at a breaking point and I say something rude or I say something fucked up... It's out of it's it's seems out of left field or it doesn't make sense, and I at a at a certain point you know maybe I look like a big old cunt. And Ariana, please, this is a family podcast. <laughs> my mom, sorry, yeah. mom. But you know, it's it's I I stand by where I was when I said everything that I've said, um, and I just think that in certain ways people are never maybe going to know. Okay, so season two, when I first show up, and I'm wasted at Nick's Martini Lounge, and I'm getting all kinds of sassy. Is that a place still? I don't, I don't know. know. It was over what? on, like, Beverly or, like, Cannon. Yeah, and that was shot the day after the finale. 
Oh, really? Yeah. So guess why I was so salty about Kristen? Oh, yeah, that was crazy. a pickup. Yeah. So sorry, that's the truth. So there's a reason why I was so salty. There's a reason why me and See, Sheena were like, "Fuck this, fuck her." It's because all of that had happened the night before. They should do a pop-up video with Vanderpump where they actually tell you <laughs> like, dates they do that? and stuff like that. Kinda, they d- kind well, of did, but, but like of course, a real you know, one. it's like, like well, you I can tell you, let me so, tell you a story. Me and Laura Marie Shane Halls, we did a little scene and it was shot after the fact as well. So we know exactly what you go through. Yeah. Wow. And like, look, I feel like in, in the show's defense or in production's defense, they're kind of like, well, would you have been salty like that anyways? Like, isn't this? And I'm like, well, you know, listen. I had experienced some very, I had at the time had some very negative experiences with the people that I was, you know, now getting into the show with. Probably wouldn't have been so cavalier about my opinions, but, you know, given what had happened the night before and the, the Kristen and the Jacks of it all, I kind of was like, fuck it. But that quote's also iconic at this point. It is. It is. I mean, it really, but that's it's the, not thing. the would nicest you, thing ever. Would you really take it back? Um, so as we start, I gotta to, say something horrific every season. Just like as, one thing. Wait, do you know what the horrific thing is this season, or do you I, have like honestly, it could be one of five things? You never, honestly, I feel like I never know. Oh, by the way, the, uh, see now I'm just like geeking out. Like that scene. It's usually Jacks, towards the end the of the season when, when I'm about when to have to get wheeled you know, off to the insane uh, asylum. Is when it usually is. Oh, that ja- the Jack's audio message. Oh yeah, like, oh, it was like that was awesome. Sorry, now I feel like Chris Farley. I'm like, do you remember that time when you, <laughs> when you stood up to Stassi? That was awesome, that was- man. <laughs> um, 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 so, okay, sorry, sorry. As we, no, we start wrapping up, um, Logan, any regrets this season? Any regrets moving to yeah, LA? Logan, no, I'm saying like you did move to LA knowing that that this is one of your best friends. Yes. Um, that that you knew Tom very well, and we've talked like because LA is a struggle. I was talking about this on a, a road trip to Arizona for a, a friendsgiving, and we were talking how long it takes to get out of LA because we feel like. LA is such an evil force. It just doesn't want you to leave. So it tries to make it hard <laughs> as hell to drive out of here. Yeah. Right. That's why you got to live close to a freeway. But you only know that once you live here. Like you yeah. only like, I mean, what, what is the things that you didn't realize about LA that when you got here, you were like, I didn't know it was going to be like this. Um, I thought I'd be able to find a job a lot quicker than I did. Yeah. Um, I thought I was like, Oh, I could bartend anywhere. Yeah. You're like, I'm good at it. I'm good. at. I'm great at it. And I'm like, yeah, like, well, I like maybe like I'll take a week to adjust, and then you know I'll start working, and I realize I'm like, mm, that didn't happen mm-hmm. how I anticipated it to. Um, honestly, though, and I, I say this all the time, I could not have stayed in LA without Ariana. Oh. I would have, no, yeah. I would have moved probably. Like five months after I moved here, I would have gone back. I'm so glad you didn't. I don't want to be in LA if you're not here. But you know what's so cool? I'll have to move to St. Louis. But like, (laughs) the crazy thing is, like, you really are flipping good at your job. Like, you get the most like compliments, reviews. Logan is one of the best dishes at TomTom, according to Yelp. I'm a popular dish at. Yeah. By the way, I am going to start reading Yelp reviews of Sir on this podcast pretty oh, soon. Oh, Ryan, so, there are some real. There is some interesting, good ones. interesting. We were going, not even stuff that makes sense. It's like, no. Oh, one of my favorite reviews of Tom Tom. It was like a one star review. I'm like, 
Oh God! I I mean, you always want to read the bad ones. You're like, what? Yeah, just like you want to read the mean comments. Yeah. Well, I want to do a drunk history show with Yelp reviews. Like, I love love that that idea. Um, don't take that anybody. No. Yeah, we'll know. We'll know where you got it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, this one star review for Tom Tom on Yelp was basically just um, it was like a review of this. The, the reunion. show, right? Oh, the reunion. It was like, mm, I didn't love Katie in that episode. Just like, I didn't like the ghost. Uh, one star. One star. You know, they're like, I'm not even sure you went to Tom Tom. Yeah, like, nothing no. Nothing about this says, oh, I was at Tom Tom. It was like, Katie, didn't like her. Uh, James, he was annoying. Ariana, get the stick out of your ass. <laughs> one star. I'm like, what? You can't even watch. Like, they don't have TVs there. You can't even be. It's not like she could be at Tom Tom watching no, right. the reunion. Like, they were playing the reunion when we went. No, they weren't. <laughs> I love when they're like, when they make a review and you can just tell that the purpose of the review is just to be an asshole because they'll review well, things that like we don't have or that, oh, yeah, that are like yeah. not really there. <laughs> They'd be like, Oh, you know, those, that burger was disgusting. Like, what burger? You're like, what burger? <laughs> yeah. I also, that, that ahi tuna burger. What? There's so no. much dumb shit on, I think like top probably stirs as well. Um, but on the, yeah, there's one picture there's like a fire truck in front of Tom Tom, but it could have been in front of Tom Tom, or it could have been in front of Beaches. Sure. Well, they're very close together. The lines they're- all the way down to Motherlode. Sorry, <laughs> iconic line. Iconic line. Iconic. That line. is an iconic line. <laughs> it's a so it's a photo of a fire truck parked maybe in front of Tom Tom, and it's a photo taken from across the street, probably at, at High Tops or. Salt and Straw. Oh, Salt and Straw, okay. And just the caption, along with a one-star review, uh, picture's worth a thousand words. <laughs> I burned to death at Tom Tom. <laughs> like, oh my God, I want to know what are those thousand words. Right, Please like, write the thousand words, because I want to know. Like cleverness of people that aren't clever. One oh person in your my cast god! Is very much like you know what the most unclever that. thing that people say that they think is clever? What they p- say, whatever they're gonna say, and then they go, "Boom!" Oh yeah, or <laughs> mic drop used to be the other yeah uh, mic drop. I'm sorry if you say literally anything and Obama put the word "boom" at the end of it, Obama you're not clever. Had the last. Yeah, good after mic Obama drop. mic dropped at that uh, correspondence dinner, it was over. <laughs> that was. That's it. Um, he dropped the actual mic, and it's over. You can't do it anymore, and don't say boom. There are no oh. no other mics to be dropped. That was it, and this actually goes We're back to... We're not even holding them now. <laughs> <laughs> please, please don't drive a roommate downstairs. <laughs> don't drop the mic. Um, uh, the, the, this goes back to you actually being a nice person. So, oh, sure. So I know you're going to laugh. So this is... Social media, I always say now, is that there's the show, and then there's the show behind the show that sometimes mm. is better than the show. Sure. And like you actually, if you subscribe to all of your Instagrams and all that, you can piece together a show from these things. Right. Um, like somebody could probably go back and be like, oh, that's probably the day that they shot that. I mean, or... I haven't done that. But I'm just saying, like, when, uh, and I think we'll probably see this season, when something potentially bad happens with Kristen and a couple of the other people, mm-hmm. it seemed like you were her friend and you have like kind of um, uh, stood by her or actually seemed like almost chummy with her, which is just a very interesting dynamic from where you yeah. guys started. Well, I want good things for her. 
Yeah. You know, I do. Not the and t-shirt, but the... Not that particular t-shirt, <laughs> but the other t-shirts, yeah. The t-shirts are great. Yeah. But just... That's, don't do that one. That's got to be insane, but also at the same time show, like, that you do have... Like, we all change as people. Like, relationships change. Yes, you know? absolutely. And I think that that's maybe hopefully something that people get when they watch our show is I hope people can see themselves in us a little bit. Because I think some people watch the show thinking... Oh, I'm better than all these people. I would never do that. And I'm like, you know what, though? You You probably would because we're all human and we all do crazy, fucked up things sometimes. But then we all hopefully grow from those things. And, yeah, relationships change and and friendships evolve and all of that sort of thing. So, you know, obviously I'm not going to – I can't give a lot of things away. But, you know, Kristen and I have been friends for a few years now. And – Regardless of what happens in her romantic relationships or whatever, I do hope that at some point she finds happiness and love and peace. And, you know, I, I'm not, I don't think I'm in any place to judge anybody's romantic relationships. Can I have her number? No, I'm just. No, yeah, no, I no. mean, yeah, no, no. if you do yeah, want we, it, uh, I have no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, then we get. Um, so, uh, last but not least, I want to play a game with both of you guys. Now, okay. uh, a good friend um, uh, gave me the idea for this game. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And let's see Thanks, here. Friend. It's called... What's the um, game? It's, um, Who's rage, the friend? Um, I don't need to talk about that, but it's, it's Rage Tweets. <laughs> so, I'm going to tell you rage a tweet. Tweets. And I want you to let me know if it's our president of the United States, oh my God. Donald Trump, or if it's the number one guy in our group, <laughs> Jack Taylor. <laughs> Now, okay. and this is Logan. If you can't answer this, I get it, uh, Logan. You okay. can answer this. So just let me know. Uh, we're going to do a warm up. Okay. Just to so we all know what we're this talking is... about. <laughs> okay, okay. So here's one. Okay. I feel I'm going to close my eyes and really try to get into the zone. Yeah. Um, I don't want to like get too far in the zone. Okay. So this is one get that in I the think. Zone. This is an easy. <laughs> One you should get immediately. This no sex and no gym for two weeks after my surgery is going to be a problem for me. Was that our president or was that Jax Taylor? <laughs> That's got to be Jason Jax. Couchy. Probably after one of his either nose jobs or breast surgery. <laughs> well, the and, surgery, I was like, okay. Yeah, so that, yeah, okay, good warm up. Good warm up. Okay. Um, okay, so this, tell me if this is um, Jax or Donald Trump. <laughs> I have never seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke. I have never seen a thin person Jack drinking. Taylor. I'm on the fence. That could be a Trump tweet. No, because Trump drinks Diet Coke. Oh. Mm. No, it's Jax Taylor. Okay. I say Jax. I say Trump. Final answer. I say Trump. Ariana, you are right. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do I win? What do I win? By the way, Ariana's mom looks surprised. Like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, my this God. Is I can't believe that. This is great. But by the way, that is insane, though. He said this that, is... and he drinks nonstop Diet Coke. This is a crazy game. <laughs> I know. This is amazing. Oh, my God. Okay. Wait. Okay, here's one. Did you find these tweets? <laughs> yeah, of course I did. I okay. went back and I, I searched keywords and then, uh, like, ooh. so. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. And now this is this is 2014. Okay? okay. So this is I have made my decision for president, Todd Chrisley for president. That's got to be Jax. It's 2014. Oh. Well, wait, wasn't Jax flirting with one of the Chrisley daughters? No, I think that was the Robbie from the Bachelor, the or white both. teeth guy, yeah. Robbie does have very white teeth. Too white. I was going to say Jax 
But 2014, that's all I want to say about that. Mm-hmm. And Donald Trump is known for loving pop culture. And this is before he announced Ryan, any are kind you of trying run. to sway? No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm just, I'm putting doubt. I'm, I'm putting that out there. Yeah, you're sowing you're seeds. putting doubt there. Um, Jax Taylor. Okay. I think it's Jax. You guys are right. Dang. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, here's one. Okay. You oversold. You wanted us to be wrong. Yeah, Brian. Okay. Okay, wait. Okay. Now, this is going to be, might be confusing. You're going to tell me Robert Pattinson could beat up Tom Hardy. Yeah, fucking right. You need someone that's believable kicking Tom Hardy's ass. That dude is the real deal and incredible. He's an incredible. That guy. <laughs> because that dude's the real deal and incredible villain. It, I think it should be and he's an incredible villain. It's just and, and incredible villain. <laughs> wow. Wait. Well, Tom Hardy hasn't been in a Batman movie for many years. So, yeah. So, but Robert Pattinson was just announced, like, not that long ago, right? Yeah, the only thing, this could be, like, during the Twilight era when the Kristen Stewart drama was happening and Trump has gone on record. Stewart, S-T-U-A-R-T? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait. Okay, but let's be serious. Will you read the tweet again? Yeah, yeah. Will you read it, please? You're going to tell me Pattinson would beat up Tom Hardy? Exclamation point. Yeah, fucking right. You need someone that's believable kicking Tom, Hardy's, Tom Hardy ass. That dude is the real deal and incredible villain. He said incredible. I feel like Trump says incredible a lot. Is it? Wait, my mom is. Tanya says Trump. No, no, please, please. Tanya says like- Trump. Tanya says Trump. Trump, final answer. Boom. Oh, shit, I said it. It's a boom. (laughs) (laughs) Mic drop. This is probably the only time in her life, but Tanya is wrong. Ah. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. It's never happened before. Okay, and last... Wow, Jack said that. (laughs) What did Jack say that? Yeah, fucking right. He said it, like, today. He's, like, on this huge kick about Batman. Because then afterwards, afterwards, he was, like, arguing back and forth with somebody, and he goes, uh, somebody said something about... um, uh, Bale needs to be Batman again and Jack said agree or someone that looks like a man that you would not want to duck with duck with not F with he wrote duck with I've met Rob and definitely not someone I would be scared of Jack's okay. first off first name drops of all... meeting Rob and then he's not <laughs> by the way I think now I want to like I bet Rob could scare Jax. Like, he's an actor. What does that mean he's not man enough? Yeah, what like, does I, that I, mean? I think Jax is attributing manhood to, like, being big and beefy. That's not, and, yeah, like, of course. And, like, he posted he a picture is. of Batman being big and beefy, and I think that's what he's saying is that Robert Pattinson is okay, a skinny but dude. Batman is also, like, a gajillion billionaire. Yeah, he is. So, like, I'm pretty sure he could just have any sort of invention in any... You know what I'm saying? He's not... I don't think Batman has yeah, to rely like a, on being beefy like extra strong. to beat anybody up anyways. Also, he's not thinking. I would assume that Robert Pattinson has been working out to play Batman. Yeah, but even if he's not, it's like a movie. They can like make him look bigger than... Yeah, you know. and Christian Bale has been... You've seen Christian Bale when he loses weight for a role. <laughs> what if this is the podcast? It's just now a 45-minute dissection. It's about Batman, Batman. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of the dream. I don't uh, really have an opinion on Batman, but I don't think muscles are... Brawn define manhood, but well, Thank I'll you, co-sign Logan. that. Thank you. Um, the last one, um, 
who wouldn't take Kate's picture and make lots of money if she does the nude sun- sunbathing thing? Come on, Katie. Exclamation point. <laughs> who wouldn't take her picture? Read that again. Who wouldn't take Kate's picture and make lots of money if she does the nude sunbathing thing? Come on, Katie. Exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting more and more confusing. Right. There is eerie similarities. I don't. This is not a conspiracy podcast. No, this but is I do getting really. They are the same person. Confusing. Like I'm leaning towards Jax. I feel like just because Jax was the like last one, and the, but oh man, I say Jax. I say Jax. Donald Trump. Oh my God! <laughs> Get what out an of here! Game. Um, oh my God! Um, uh, we got like one for. Five. This might be like this. Might this is the game? This is the this, this isn't is, this is the game. Are you That's kidding? Do you think, and this is the deal. Like I'm hoping to keep this podcast at like such a low um, level of um, that people knowing about it, where like Jax never tries to kill me. Like right now, he's never <laughs> blocked me. Like I don't know how it is. And what I do sometimes, how are you not well, because what I do is like every tenth oh, tweet, I'll like it. Like, yeah, and then sometimes, man. sometimes if he'll go, he'll say something. Like a lady will like say something, and she'll be like, "You're ugly," and I'll be like, "Yeah, lady, you are ugly." Because I try to like be on his side. <laughs> Ryan, you just gave away your whole strategy. And then now people are starting to use my name in tweets and like, hey, Ryan what Bailey's do you say like, about dang this? Dang right. And I was like, I don't say anything. Like, I don't, I want to stay, I, I really don't want to be, it's like a pride thing at this point, mm-hmm. you know? You I guys. feel like, I feel like. Wait, do you remember what got you blocked? Like, what was the one thing? Or was Honestly, it a not specifically because he was muted. But why Sandoval, though? That's like one of his best friends. Why block Sandoval? I don't, I, I don't know. It's because of you. It's... You'll have to wait and see. Oh, is that like a whole episode of like Probably. a block? Probably. <laughs> no, I honestly, like, I, I have a lot. Listen, I have a lot of people that I'll, I'll follow, but I'll mute them. Oh, it's me, isn't it? No, it's not you. Actually, yeah, I, no, I like. I know no, but it's some me. some people I I follow, but I mute them because they're just too active, and I don't like they that's I they come up too much on my yeah. feed, or I'm like I love this person as a person, so I'm not going to unfollow them, but like their brand is really annoying. Like their social media brand is annoying. Jax is the kind of person that you know I've followed him for a really long time, but he talks a lot, obviously on Twitter about everything, about everything, and. And I just, I had him muted. As soon as a mute feature became available, I was like, who are some people that I want to mute? And so I don't know when he blocked me. Do you mute certain words? Um, I mute, um, I used to. I had, well, I had Coachella, the word Coachella muted when I couldn't go. That's really (laughs) smart, actually. That's, that's it, yeah. Yeah, because I was like, if I can't go, I don't want to hear about it. But I can't remember what else I've had muted in the past. You, do you have anything muted? Do you I have anybody blocked? So. Oh, I have no. a lot of random ass accounts blocked. Well, yeah, because I don't have trolls. Say, like, Nobody trolls me, so I don't like need to block people. Okay, what what do you th- hope for Britney Spears in the future? What do you think we're going to be seeing in this next year, or two years? What from? do I hope for? Um, happiness first and foremost. God bless you. Mm-hmm. An album. Mm. Maybe a show. Mm-hmm. On her own terms. Do you know anything? Like, do you know if she's in? No. no. Okay, perfect. No. I did. I read something. Robbie Williams oh. reached out and wanted to do like a Christmas duet with her. And she was like, I'm not working right now. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of disappointing. Okay. But I don't know. 
I want her to, well, happiness and true love. I hope everything, I hope Sam Ashgari is. Um, now, he could play Batman. He's a big, beefy guy. He could play Batman. He'd actually be a pretty good Batman. Um, I, I hope that her love with Sam is true and genuine and, you know, I want her to be happy. I also want her to invest in some makeup wipes. Oh, yeah. Because the eyeliner is, I don't get it. Oh, yeah, what's that? Okay, so she has the, like, she has all the money in the world, like, her personal I style want better hair and lacking. makeup for her, or even like clothing. Sometimes seems like, and I know, like I know, but I she likes she man, likes so. what she likes. Brittany has always you know liked the short type. Fascinating to me though what? is she'll post a video and just saying whatever, and her hair is like a mess. She's yeah. got the most ridiculous outfit on, which I don't care at this point. We're used to it, and she'll like say. Something pretty insightful sometimes. But then at the end of it, she's like, don't mind my no makeup look. I'm like, Brittany, we know what you look like. <laughs> is it like you're like, or she'll be like, like this is yesterday's makeup. Your face. And we're like, yeah, we know. Yeah. Um, so you hope she doesn't do that anymore. I just no, want her I to like take, it. I, I just like want better hair and makeup for herself. No. But also it's not good for your skin to sleep with your makeup on. So I don't want her to be wearing yesterday's makeup. That's not good for her. Oh, no. Oh, and that's it. What's next? Are you going to do a musical on Broadway? I would fucking love that. No, I mean, for real. Like, you no, have, for like, real, I would really love why that. Why couldn't you, like, Erica Jane's doing Chicago. You could do the same thing. I could. You actually have a voice. And I would love, thank Which, you, Ryan. Way, I would love to do that. I love DJ James Kennedy. You know that. I and do. I like the song Party. Love him. But, like, I want a song with your full voice on I would love to have a song with my full voice on. Is that it. possibly coming this season? Uh, not this season on the show. But, like, this season as in, like, winter. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what if you announced you're dropping a Lemonade-like album tonight? Uh, My album drops at midnight, and I did a music <laughs> video for every song. And surprise, headlining on Broadway. Yeah. As soon as the book tour is over. Yeah, the, yeah, the only uh, false move was like coming on my podcast to announce the news, yeah. You heard it here first. It okay. came on So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. That's why I'm here to announce my album. Well, as always, I feel like this is a Make-A-Wish foundation for me. This <laughs> no. has been, uh, I mean, uh, Logan Cochran, you remain one of my best friends out here. Thank you so much for, you know, you were just such a great guy. You've thank always, you, thank you. you. You are one of those guys that will always call and check in on me and stuff like that, and I really appreciate that. And He's Ariana, it's really weird to know you because, like, I'm friends with you away from the show, so you know how obsessed I am with the show, so I really have to, <laughs> like, ch- one time I was hanging out with Tom Sandoval at um, Sir for your birthday party, and like I, it was before I'd actually ever really talked to him, and, yeah. and all I could tell him was that I was like, I was like, it was before Tom Tom opened. I was like, how's that Tom Tom thing happening? And I go, I'll um, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend all my weekend money there. I don't even know what weekend money is. <laughs> I made up a term called weekend we- money. <laughs> oh, I, I like said, that the weekend money. I said I'm gonna I'm gonna spend all my weekend <laughs> money there, and then I was like, God damn! And you could tell Tom was like. Cool, man. Cool. Cool. Dude, cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, very cool. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> I get that. I actually, I call, I mean, I work, I shouldn't say when I work. There's yeah, a don't day, tell people. There's a day of the week that I work pretty much every week, and then I'm usually off the next day, usually 
every week. And that's when you spend your weekend money. Well, I call, I call, you call me, or I you call the money that I make my drinking money, and then I call the next day my drinking day. Oh, no. oh that's, 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 yeah. Well, now we have something to take in the holidays. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Fancy AF cocktails comes out next week. I'm telling you, order it tomorrow. It's the it most beautiful, be amazing, well written, well thought out, creative book you'll ever buy. Are you in the acknowledgments? Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Um, So, guys, order this tomorrow. We're going to release this tomorrow, Tuesday, and please order it so it'll be there for you as soon as it uh, gets released. Yes, don't wait. Act now. Act now. FancyFCocktails.com is linked to all the retailers, and then on the 3rd, it'll be in stores. And they're doing a signing on the 3rd. They're doing a signing on the 3rd in New York. Then we have one in New Jersey, one in Long Island. And then we'll be coming back to L.A. for the Grove on the 9th. Wow. Um, Okay, I love you both. Thank you so much. Love you. And thank you, you. Tanya. Yeah, thanks, Mom. What an interview. What? Ah. Magic. Magic. Uh, This brings us to a segment that I like to call, it's a new title, it was called, um, uh, what did we call it last week? We've been calling it uh, Bailey, uh, anyways, the new title for my horrible stories is called Bailey Blunders. So Bailey Blunders are, um, are, are, my story this week I wanted to think of something that involved family because we are going to be sitting around that Thanksgiving table with all of our, our family and our friends. We're going to be stuffing ourselves and hopefully we're not going to get into too many political discussions. Uh, if we do, like I said, multiple times, bring a copy of cop without a badge from real housewives of New Jersey that revolves around Daniel Staub. And if something gets too intense, you just slam that sucker down on the table and then you're all your family. You'll share a laugh and then you'll get them to subscribe to this podcast. Uh, so that's a guaranteed way to break tension. Um, so let me tell you the story about my family. And it's funny, if you do listen to the podcast, you can start to piece together a horrible timeline of my life. Um, so this timeline takes place right before high school. Uh, so you realize in high school, that is when I had the Joey McIntyre, New Kids on the Block haircut. Um, I lived in Kansas at the time, and you also knew that I was in love with a girl named Rachel Beaker when I was young. She lived on my block in Kansas. So this is on the summer break. My dad was a traveling salesman. And like like a month out of the summer or a couple of weeks, he'd throw us all in the car and we'd do like a cross-country trip where he was making sales calls. And um, we just traveled across the country. You know what I was thinking about this the other day? My mom had the most genius move and I still – I long for this. I, I really just – anytime I get in the car, I just wish this would happen. She would have – me and my sister, to keep us calm during long road trips, she would have a grab bag – of like little gifts for us, the kids to keep us chill. So you would grab into the bag and it might be a comic book or an action figure or, or something. And it would keep us entertained. And it, I swear to God, you guys, I've never forgotten it. Like I literally, I just, I would love, I would love to have somebody in my life that every time I got into a car or something, they'd be like, Hey, put out your hands or like grab into this bag. And then there was like a special treat for me. 
I would love it. It really, I feel like grab bags are a lost art that my mom started and I've not, I've not seen anybody do it since. So, huh? Well, anyways, this story is not about that, but pro grab bag here. This is a story when we drove to Los Angeles from Kansas over a summer and we were staying with my uncle Dale. My uncle Dale has since passed away in the last couple of years. Love you, uncle Dale. I got my love of hiking from him. But, um, at the time there was kind of a family reunion. So my two uncles, my aunts, all my cousins, we were all there. And my uncle Dale was a lawyer. He worked for Forest Lawn Cemetery. He was their head lawyer. And Forest Lawn Cemetery is where Michael Jackson is buried. All of these kind of famous people. It's a beautiful, beautiful cemetery. I mean, if you're into that kind of thing. Hey, Stassi. Um, but I remember he had a pool, which was like, whoa, a pool. Like people with pools and especially not above ground pools. You were like, this must, this must be a millionaire. Um, but he also had a slide, a pool slide that went into the, the pool. So it was, we were like pigs and shit. It was amazing. And I remember there was a big pool swim day with all my relatives and it was so cool. And we had gotten a camcorder. I remember my parents did. And I, you know, I would like try to make little films and stuff with the camcorder. And it's crazy. The old camcorders, you would put like a full VHS tape in the camcorder. These things were huge. And all my cousins were older than me. And they would do this super cool thing where they would like jump off the roof into the pool. And they would also get this. They would jump from the top of the slide into the pool. And it looked like they were having the time of their lives. Like they were, they were catching air and freedom all at once. And I looked up to them so much. And they'd be like, Ryan, jump off the slide. And I'd be like, no, I can't do it. I'm too scared. And I was, I was so scared. It was very scary. I don't, I didn't, I don't think I had it in me to do, to do cool things like that, you know, to be an adventurer, to be a sportsman. You know, I told you about wanting to be a superhero. I, I'm not that graceful. I can't reiterate that enough. I, I'm not a great dancer. No, I'm, I'm, as I've grown older, I, appreciate my dancing more. I do enjoy to move my body. That's not okay. Sickos calm down. That wasn't meant as a, a sex thing. Um, but they, my, my cousins were encouraging me, Ryan, come on, Ryan, come on. And finally I, I talked to myself. I said, Ryan, how often are you in Los Angeles? Not knowing that I would one day live here. I mean, you're 13 years old. When are you going to when are you going to get some bravery, get some hair on your chest? Let those balls hang low. Nah, that's gross. But I really did. I tried to psych myself up. I wanted to do it so bad. I wanted to do it so bad. And just something was like holding me back. But finally I said, yeah, let's do this. And, and everybody was clapping for me. And like, they were, it was really like a positive vibe in the backyard area. And what I did was like, I walked I remember this specifically. I walked to the slide and I was walking up the steps to the slide. And I can remember this so specifically. And I get to the top and you know, how there's that lip in the, the slide. So it's a slide. And then there's like the sides, you know, so you don't fall out of the slide. I put my, my left foot on the lip and then you push off and you jump into the pool. And guess what? I did it. 
I did it. I fucking did it. It was amazing. I knew ever. I knew exactly what all these guys were talking about. It made you feel so good. I got a. I got a. Like people were clapping. Like Ryan. Like it was one of those moments where I felt like if it was socially acceptable, they would have put me on their shoulders and like you know just carried me around. Like whoa, he's the chosen one. So I was like, fuck it, let's do it again. Like, this is like, literally, I was like, I'll do this and I'll work my way up to the roof. So I'm going to do this again, just to practice, make it perfect, you know? Like, it was already good, but I bet I can make it better. And that's all you need. You all, you know, in life, you just need that one time that you you see that you're not going to die to keep doing it. And that was my time. I saw like, you know what? You've got this. You know you're not going to die. And my, uh, I think it was my mom had the, the video camera and she was... Uh, filming it, you know, like, Hey, do it. And I was like, you know, I was like, very cool. I was like, maybe they can put this on my reel one day. (laughs) I didn't know what a reel was at that time. Um, and so I got up there and I was waving to the camera, put my left foot on that lip and I shove off. But the only thing is you guys is that my foot, it, uh, it slipped because guess what? It's a slide and the water runs down the slide. Cause that, that, the slide has those little water things. And so my, my right foot slipped. And so it made me trip. And all of a sudden I fell. And don't worry, the concrete stopped me. So my left part of my body hit the concrete. And then I just passed out and fell into the pool. What I remember next is get him, get him, get him, get him, get him. He's passed out. He's passed out. Get him. He's going into shock. He's going into shock. And my uncles were taking me out of the pool. And like, and my one thought, my one thought in my head was we're supposed to go to Disneyland tomorrow. I've I've never been to Disneyland. I want to go to Disneyland. Please, God, let me go to Disneyland. And that was my over, my overwhelming thought was that not that I had just, fallen on cement or anything like that. And I go, Oh, Oh, stupid me. Stupid me. I'm okay. I'm okay. You know, I'm okay. Yeah. A little bruised up, but I'm okay. I'm okay. And I get up and everybody looks at me like they've seen a ghost, but they're like, okay. Oh, okay. And I, um, I was like, wow, I'm so dumb. So dumb. You know, I'm going to sit. I think I'm good. I think I'm good with the slide. I'm going to, you know what? I'll just chill a bit. And, um, I remember it was a Sunday. It was like Sunday around four or five. And I remember the sun was starting to set. I do remember that. And I remember the TV show 60 minutes was on. And that's why I know it was Sunday because 60 minutes is always on Sunday on CBS. So it had to been around like 6 PM. And I remember, you know, I was like, I'm just going to go in and, uh, watch a little boob tube. And everybody was like, Oh shit. Oh my God. I can't believe he just fell like that. But you know, he's all right. Everybody thought I was all right. And the only thing that sucked was that I was in a lot of pain. I was in so much pain. And I was like, when is the pain going to stop? This is like, it's just so much pain. And I didn't want to tell anybody though, because you know, Disneyland. And I was like, you know, I'll ride this pain out probably another half hour, but then tomorrow it'll be okay. I'll be able to ride the roller coasters. It's going to be good. Um, but it just kept intensifying. It just kept intensifying. And you know that thing where you're just like, oh, fuck, this is not going away. This is not going away. And and you get this, by the way, as you get older, you get this feeling more and more where it's like that pain isn't going away. That's, oh, no, you mean my neck's going to feel like this for a long time? And I went to the, um, 
So here's where it gets wild is that I go, I was like, you know what? I got to pee and I go to the bathroom and I piss straight blood. And that's when I'm like, what the fuck? And I just start screaming and I let go of my penis. And it's literally like one of those, there was like this old school, like water toy, um, when I was a kid and it had like little dreads, but the dreads would like go all around with water and it would like spray you. That was like my penis, but it was like spraying blood. And I had screamed so loud that like my mom and dad like bust in and everybody's like busting around the door. And I'm just peeing blood. And I'm like, ah, and they're like, ah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. We got to go to the hospital. And they literally throw me in a car. Okay. And my mom's, you know, like Bill, Bill, let's get him. My dad's name is Bill Bailey. My mom's name is Becky. It's very cute. Bill, Bill, get him. And I remember my uncle's there. Like it's just, and this is what I remember most of all. I remember the song, Phil Collins, something in the air tonight. I will always remember that song because it was playing. And like, we go to the <laughs> we go to the first hospital. And I shit you not, this is true. My they they the doctor or something was insane. I think they found out later he was like on cocaine or something. And my dad got into a fight with the doctor because he was being really weird. And I, this is a little hazy. We'll have to ask my mom next week, but I remember them taking me out of the hospital, throwing me back in the car. And we went to the second hospital where, so then I just remember we got in there and they had to give me the cat scans and I had to stay awake and I wanted to pass out so bad. Um, and so what had happened, you guys get this. I fell on the left side of my body and I, uh, broke all the ribs on my left side of my body and I bruised my kidney. And like, if I had waited any longer, my kidney was going to be in very, very, very bad shape because internal bleeding and things like that. So I was in, so, so I didn't get to go to Disneyland. My sister did. I did not get to go to Disneyland. I think my sister did, but they, they spoiled my sister while she was out here. But I was in, I was in the hospital in Glendale, Arizona for, I think a week and a half, maybe, maybe two weeks. And this was the summer between between Kansas and us moving to Arizona. So I was going into high school. I so I went into high school with a huge with a rib brace. I couldn't dress out for gym and it was a new school which was all of a sudden like five times the size of any school I've ever been to and I couldn't dress out for gym and I got made fun of so bad and I had no friends. I had, imagine having zero friends. You're going to high school, you know nobody, and you're wearing a rib brace, and you can't even do the things that the normal kids are doing, so you're more of a target than anything. And on top of it, I have a fucking haircut like a new kid on the block, a reverse triangle on top of my head. Go to my Instagram. You can see the pictures. So bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. So that is my Bailey blunder of the week. Um it's crazy. Like, I, I mean, these things really do happen to me. I am not graceful. I will continue to hurt myself. And that's not even, I'm not even bagging on myself. I'm not being negative about myself. That is a fact. It is not, I'm not going to gain gracefulness at this age, at this point. So 
Anyways, if you guys have stories about you slipping out the slide, please email us at so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey at gmail.com. Hey guys, it is getting very late in the evening, early morning. Everything that has gone wrong could go wrong, did go wrong. It is 4.50 a.m. Uh, we had that delightful interview with Ariana and Logan, and then I realized it only recorded on one microphone out of the three of us. But then it just turned out after two hours of praying to like literally is one of those things where you're like i will sell my soul to the devil if you figure this out luckily no devil appeared so i think i'm in the clear but it was one of those panicked moments where i'm like holy fuck i got them to come all the way over and then i didn't record it properly so anyways i like you know i what i like about this podcast it makes me it literally feels like I'm living in college the night before finals and I didn't go to my um, my uh, geology class and I'm just cramming everything in one night. That's what this feels like. And I've got, I've got two more hours uh, before I have to go to work. So this is going to be fun. By the way, and just so you know, I am getting loopier as this um, – as this goes on, as we get more into the morning and I've got to pack for Arizona and I got to go to work today. The glamorous life of podcasting, you guys, and I'm not complaining. This is so much more exciting than what would I normally, I would just be in bed asleep right now. And that, you know, I was saying, I was thinking about this, if heaven does exist and you know, they, they do that thing where they're like, I'll sleep when I'm dead. What if you got to heaven and then like, they didn't even allow sleep. They were like, no, stay up. And you're like, fuck, I really wanted to sleep. That's a little uh, that's a little five in the morning thought for you. But moving right and all, <laughs> but moving right along, we've got uh, we've got a lot of news for you, actually. Let me get to that. This is gonna be all over the map. Uh, it's not as organized as I would like, but these these are the news items of the week. We have a big one, folks. I don't know if you if you heard last Friday's episode where I talked about seeing uh, the program High Society for the first time with Tinsley Mortimer and her mom. Um, I was so worried about you and Scott's mom when we were on Christmas vacation. She's having adorable. conversations about babies and wedding. Actually, I did do something bad. What? I'm sorry. Baby, something baby came up. And she said to him, you have plenty of time to think about things like that. Don't you give a thought to it. And then I said, oh, God, I'm sorry. It's just instinctive. Ugh. It just came out of me. I said, I can't right now. OK, well, she doesn't. So if oh, I'm sorry, you're going to kill me. Wait, well, you said I don't have time. You don't. Thought, I'm literally like having a heart okay. okay. I said something like, so if this isn't going to work or something, then you need to jump ship. And I didn't realize that if you're on a boat, I'm sitting. Oh, my God. You need to jump Mom, ship. Mom, I'm literally like, please don't say this to Actually, me right it's now. pretty funny. It's not. Why is that funny? Why would you put pressure on my boyfriend? I know. I, I swear to Jesus. Mom, this is like the last thing I need right now to put pressure on him. I know. What are you? What are you? I mean, you we're in the lobby of my hotel. I'm yes, sorry. I live here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm yelling. Mom, are you kidding me right now? I, that's what I said. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm mea culpa. But 
Tinsley. What? It, you have to admit, it's pretty funny that I said to him, jump oh, ship. It's not funny at all. Why are you making a joke of this? Is this like my lifelong? I don't think it's funny. It's yeah. not funny at all. I don't even know why you're trying to make a joke about this anymore. It's really pissing me off. Stop it. Seriously. Don't be a what? Princess. Don't hurt my relationship because you're talking about a baby in front of my boyfriend. Okay, whatever. And uh, guess what? Guess what? Big news, you guys. Tinsley Mortimer has gotten engaged. She could officially become a Real Housewife because, you know, she wasn't married when she was on Real Housewives. But the Real Housewives of New York star is engaged to her on-again, off-again boyfriend, Scott Kluth. He is um, – I, I think he owns that coupon cabin website, so he's doing good for himself. Uh, the big moment happened – as Christmas carolers sang by the steps of the Chicago Water Tower. That sounds nice, right? Is, wait, is it a faux pas to have carolers before Thanksgiving? I don't know. Um, let's see. Page six says, Scott's, apport- Scott's apartment is close to where the carolers were. They were walking to dinner, and they saw these carolers, and they broke into Christina Perry's A Thousand Years. Oh, my gosh. I thought it was Vanessa Carlton's a thousand miles, which I thought was so much cooler. I don't know this song, but I like, you know what, in my head, let's pretend it's Vanessa Carlton's a thousand miles. Cause that actually, that does something to me in my heart. If I could fall into the sky, do you think time would pass us by? God, you guys, that actually, that pulled at my heart muscles. That made me tear up. And in fact, you can tell I'm really getting tired because I'm starting to play the whole song. But yeah, imagine Carolers singing that. Fucking dude, that's an automatic, that's an automatic ring right there. Um, wow. I think I just made myself emotional. Um, so it took Tinsley a few seconds to figure out what was going on, but then Scott da- got down on one knee. He'd organized the whole thing with the carolers in advance. She was totally surprised. The source continued. Her friends sort of knew some- <laughs> her friends sort of knew something was coming, but it really did take her by surprise. Scott asked her mom Dale Mercer's permission, so their families knew, but it was a surprise to her friends. Oh my God, you guys! What I would give to have that recording where Scott asked Dale like. Uh, you know, Miss Mercer, uh, I've been dating your daughter for a while. Uh, Tinsley, Tinsley's a very special girl. Tinsley's a very special girl, Scott. I don't want her hurt. <laughs> That's my Dale Mercer. Tinsley, I don't know, Tinsley. Tinsley. I, you know what, just let's pretend that's a Dale Mercer impersonation. Um, but Dale's got to be, because in the show High Society, she was potentially dating like a German with ties to Hitler. So Scott, I mean coupons at the end of the day are a good thing. I don't know if coupons are looked down upon, but I've always enjoyed a coupon. In fact, I wish, 
you know, when I first moved to LA, that was like a ritual was to get the Sunday LA times and I would clip coupons because it reminded me of like my mom on Sundays and well, that was a little fun fact. So anyways, they are going to get engaged. Um, this was great actually in the page six article. It says, this will be Mortimer's second marriage as she was previously married to Topper Mortimer from 2002 to 2010. Meanwhile, Topper and his new wife, Tabitha Simmons, welcomed a daughter last January. End of story. Why put that last thing about Topper in there and his, like, what, is that, I mean, I can't tell if that's like shade, because I have a feeling Dale probably fed this story to page six, but... I don't know. Do you guys have an opinion on that? It it uh, it just struck struck me as funny. And just I know Dale has her hands in everything, you know. Also, do you think Dale's reaction? Like, do you? I just have like Dale's face is so tightly pulled back. I wonder if you can tell if she's upset or happy or sad. It's just got to be a surprise. Like, uh, how's my mom taking this? Um, but overall, congratulations, Tinsley. We did it. We got Scott. We got a man. That's all that matters. The eggs, the eggs that you have frozen can now come out of, can be put through the unfreezing process. How quickly do you think she did the whole eggs thing? Like, did you think she was on the phone like today? Like, gonna need those eggs, doc. Mommy, I've got to call the egg doctor. I mean, wedding dresses and baby eggs. Everything is being set up. We just need a husband. Well, first of all, I am dating Scott right now. Okay. I know. But if that doesn't work out, you know, you still have these eggs, which, I'm sorry, gives me such pleasure. This is just an insurance policy. Obviously, I will try to have a baby the old-fashioned way. Hi! How are you? Great, how are you? My mom is here, too. Hey, Dr. Danker. She's in, she's in a wedding dress. This is a portent of things to come. Um, I wanted to give you guys a credit card to make sure that you keep my eggs on ice. But I do want to also, though, ask you, and particularly with my mom being here, let's just say hypothetically that I was thinking about creating an embryo. What would be those steps? Well, let's take a look at We have a little picture here of your beautiful egg. Oh, my God! What? Oh, my God! I want to see those little babies. Babies. Three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 It's happy tears right now because I'm thinking that I'm looking at what could potentially be my children. Do you think she needs to have more eggs done now before she's too old to get them? That would be an excellent idea. So I should do it again? Yes, she should do it again. Okay. Dr. Dinker, I love you. Thank you, Dr. Dinker. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh, Tinsley, I didn't know they had pictures of your eggs. I didn't either. I want that picture. I want to like keep we them there and like say hi to them. Get it. I want more eggs right now is what I want. Pronto. But congratulations. We did it. For real, I am happy actually because after watching High Society, you realize Tinsley has been on a journey and she is one of those people, I guess like we all are, that places so much emphasis on love and like that really means something to her like it does to all of us, but it really seemed like it was a driving force and that she felt very bad, uh, poorly about herself that she wasn't in love and wasn't in a relationship and Dale did not help matters. Guys, you need to, you need to watch High Society. You just need to. I do want to wish a very, very happy birthday to the one, 
to the only Miss Sonia Morgan from Real Housewives of New York. Um, yesterday, today's Tuesday, yesterday was Sonia's birthday. Now, Sonia just needs to be celebrated anytime because, you know, Sonia is one of the only housewives that I believe doesn't have a straight up evil bone in her body. I think you could make a strong argument that a lot of these other ladies can be mean at times and want to kind of look out for themselves. Sonia just kind of seems like she's on a different plane. It's, it's like kind of this hippie, sexy, goofy, um, airheaded a little bit. I mean, she made a toaster oven for God's sakes. I really, you know what? I wish she had leaned in harder and I wish she had pushed harder for that, that toaster oven. Cause I, I would, I was talking to somebody today even if that thing set your house on fire, which I'm sure it would, I would, I would still want one. You know, if I like, we talk about my reality show museum. I want, I want to start one day. I want a Sonia Morgan toaster oven. That's just period. So Sonia celebrated her 56th birthday. She looks great for 56, even though, even though I did post a picture last week. I think on the Instagram. Um, so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. I forgot because I'm tired. Uh, by the way, while we're at it, if you're still listening, please go rate this five star, pl- write a review, five stars, tell your friends, please. This is, let's get the word out. I'm, I want to make sure I'm staying awake 24 hours a day and uh, so people can hear it. So uh, Sonia Morgan celebrated her 56th birthday. She's in the middle of filming her ninth season, page six says, of Real Housewives of New York. Um, and you know, one day I believe they will make a Sonia Morgan movie. Her life is fascinating. It's jet setting, but there's also tragedy. Remember she had like a $12 million judgment against her because she, uh, was producer on that John Travolta movie. And there, there was just, there was a lawsuit and the lawsuit was against her. And remember we saw a little bit of that struggle and that's why she was renting her house. I mean, but just her with the interns, there's just so much to celebrate. She is sex positive, which is awesome. She is funny, which is awesome. I mean, remember the joy she gave us when we got to watch her do her cabaret show? Can I get some drums? Can I get a little... Oh, God, I need a I know you guys will be making those passes. But a woman cannot find herself in a pickle. I mean, Luann could never. The only thing that Sonia has over, uh, that Luann has over Sonia is Luann's just, I mean, Luann has her head in the clouds in a different way, you know? Sonia's like the clouds. Sonia is the clouds. But anyways, this life would be sure a lot more boring without you in it. So happy birthday, Sonia Morgan. We love you. I hope to talk to you on the podcast one day. That would be, what a dream. That would be so flipping cool. What else do we got here? What else? Ooh, I wanted to talk about this. Okay, so Darcy from 90 Day Fiance, she was the one that was dating Jesse Meester. And by the way, I know I'm going to highlight Jesse Meester's podcast on another episode. Um, and I'll probably talk about this too, but Darcy posted a photo of a new guy on her Instagram, you guys. But the thing is, if you look in deeper, this guy, shocker is probably not a good guy. There's some shady information already coming out about this. So I'm gearing up for a 90 day episode. I've been watching 90 day fiance 
and it's getting good. I mean, they're still introducing new characters and new couples, which is really frustrating when you're on the fourth episode of something and there is a two hour show. Like I want all the characters to be introduced in like the first 10 minutes. Like, I don't care if it's like 20 second clips, let me know all the characters so I can allow my heart to open. I can allow my mind to like go, okay, I'm accepting all of these people. Don't hit me with two new people, three episodes in I've already, I'm already at my limit. You know, I'm already at what I can take. Yeah. So anyways, 90 day is actually getting good. Um, I, somebody said it would jump the shark and I I don't think so. I think that's going to be around for a long time. It's just that the sensationalism of, uh, before the 90 days happened. And I think it's kind of affected the original 90 day fiance. If you guys do not watch the show, you have no clue what I'm talking about. And especially if you're related to me, my mom says my relatives are starting to listen. And that is just so bad. That's bad news across the board. They already think I'm weird. And then, by the way, my uncle unfollowed me on Instagram. My uncle unfollowed me on Instagram. What is up with that? I don't even think I did anything. Like either I did something and I don't know or he just accidentally hit his finger. Do you guys do that? Do you ever unfollow anybody accidentally? It just doesn't make sense. But my uncle is, I don't know, really shocked me. Really, really shocked me. Anyways, 90 Day Fiance lives and breathes and and, and, and it succeeds because of the silences. Most reality shows will cut away or they'll try to like, they'll end a sentence and then they'll cut to the next scene. 90 Day Fiance does this really brilliant thing where they just let the scene run after they stop talking. So you have all of these awkward looks and pauses and uncomfortableness. And that's where like, um, as an acting teacher, you always say a lot of comedy lives in silence. You know, the office does that really well is that the jokes are the jokes, but it's, it's the reaction to the jokes. It's the silence in between the words, not the words themselves. And Steve Carell was so good at that. But I think 90 day fiance, that's why it's so good. It's funny because you see the awkwardness of humanity. And I know I'm talking way too deep about 90 day fiance, but I'm going to do a whole episode about this season. I'm collecting all this data, but we'll get into Darcy dating her new guy. Um, it's, um, it's good stuff. Moving right along. If you guys are keeping track at home, it is 5:59 AM in the morning. I've got two and a half hours before work and I still have to pack for my trip to keep giving you the, the rundown here. Um, this is a bit of a spoiler alert. If you have not watched dancing with the stars, please tune out if you, uh, you probably have already, but anyways, I'm going to announce the winner of the uh, season 28 of Dancing with the Stars, it was none other than Hannah Brown from The Bachelorette. Hannah Brown, the, this past year's Bachelorette, she won. Um, uh, yeah, with only 30 seconds left to the broadcast to react, all Hannah and partner Alan Burstyn could really do was scream. I don't know what's happening, Alan yelled. I guess Alan is her dance partner. Yeah, I have no opinion about Hannah. They usually do these with the Bachelor franchises is that whoever's the winner of the Bachelor and Bachelorette or whoever the Bachelor and Bachelorette are, they put them on Dancing with the Stars. So it's a way to extend their 15 minutes of fame. I mean, I wish – I don't know. It's a dark journey for those um, Dancing with the Stars folks. But this actually brings us to our douchebag of the week. It's time to toast for the douchebags. Okay, guys, yeah, here's Douchebag of the Week. And this is, sincerely, this is because I'm, I'm tired. 
So it could be a lot of other people. It, it should be Pete Davidson because that guy's a douchebag. But I have a feeling he's going to be a douchebag for a long time to come. So I'm going to give douchebag of the week to somebody that probably I'm praying won't be around for that long. And since I just talked about the Bachelorette winning Dancing with the Stars, I'd like to give this one to one of the contestants of last season's Bachelorette, Mr. Tyler. I'm a good looking guy, Cameron. That's right. Fuck you, Tyler. Fuck you, Mr. Y- By the way, guys, ladies, I want to just let you know, he was given that face and body, okay? That's not something that he created. That was something given to him. So let's stop giving him credit for shit he has nothing to do with. You know, um, one of my friends, this this is what t- ticked me off. My friend Lindsay, <clears throat> she um, really, she's awesome. She's supposed to take me plant shopping. I love her and her husband. They're awesome. Um, but... So we had this conversation because I posted on my Instagram that my friend Tug was at some sports game and he said they just showed Kylie and Kendall in the Jumbotron with the runner up from the Bachelorette last season. And I wrote, oh, that fucking hot douchebag that was dating one of the Hadids. And he goes, yep. And I said, Tyler Cameron, my mortal enemy. I think he's dating this girl Stassi baby that rolls deep with the Jenners. First off, there's no reason I should know any of that shit. Second off, there's no reason my friend should know any of that shit. I don't know what's wrong with us, so I get it. But secondly, then my friend Lindsay goes, wait, is he? In all capital letters. And I go, yep. And then she goes, how do we know? And I go, TMZ, yo. And she goes, dude. And I go, you think he's just hanging around for fun? And then she goes, pissed. That means it's real. I didn't know he was hanging around. And she goes, I'm behind still mourning him and Gigi. And I said, oh, my God, don't waste a second on your feelings unless it's hatred for both of them. And then she goes, no, I love him. I would leave Arthur for him. Arthur is her husband. Hey, Arthur, if you're listening, what's up? But maybe not if, okay, he goes, no, I I would leave him. I would leave Arthur. But maybe not if now he's stooped to Kardashian levels. That's a bummer. And I said, Lindsay, no, this is not right. He didn't earn that face or body. And she goes, he did. He was a contractor. And I said, we've never firsthand seen any contracting. And she goes, he loves his family. I was very attached in this season. And I said, he might have been told he was a contractor by a girl who wanted to make him like her. I bestow upon thee the title of contractor. And it's also, it's easy to love your family when you're good looking. I would love my family too if they gave me those looks. And then she goes, oh my God, we disagree here. But he was a sweetie. And she capitalized sweetie, which just enraged me. And I said, I can't believe you're taking his side. And then she wrote, I'm weak. But like for real, Tyler, dude, how about this? How about we switch bodies? How about you fucking do a podcast? How about that? How about you have a body and a face for a podcast? And why don't I walk around on your body? This is getting weird. But regardless, he was dating Gigi Hadid. Do you guys remember? He was fucking at the Hadid's, I think it was the grandmother's funeral. It was Anwar. Dua Lipa, which I've told you about how I feel about them. I do not like the Anwar, the Hadid boy. I thought Dua Lipa had taste, but I guess not. And then you see Tyler and Gigi, and they're all like laughing at the grandma's funeral. I'm like, can you guys chill? It's not it's not a fucking episode of Friends, you know? And then, so then they split up. And by the way, how much are we making at modeling? Can we? But then they split up, and then all of a sudden... E! Entertainment Tonight, the number one source for any kind of news, they report 
that 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 Tyler is now been spotted with Stassi baby, which the fact that why are we calling her Stassi baby? Can anybody fill me in on this? But Stassi baby is the replacement for Jordan Woods for Kylie. Like, I guess she held auditions or something. And Stassi is the one now is that used to be uh, Jordan in the photos. So it says Tyler Cameron appears to have a new love interest. The Bachelorette star was spotted getting cozy. By the way, all these douchebags, I love the way they say it, getting cozy. It probably just means like they were like finger banging or something. I'm so sorry. It's late in the show. Anybody that's a relative to me, I'm sorry. Um, Getting cozy with Kylie Jenner's best friend, Anastasia Stassi Karnakaloa. Ooh, I guess guess she doesn't have it completely easy. Um, Stassi and Tyler met up at the Clippers game and were hanging out for a bit, a source told E. They had met in passing before a few events in L.A., but this was the first time they truly hung out and vibed with one another vibe with one another if any if any asshole tells me i'm vibing with them I'm, i'll walk straight out i'll walk straight out i'll drive off if if somebody else i'll jump out of a car if somebody says i'm vibing with them why don't we just like let's just hang let's see what happens i don't want to vibe with anybody it's like anti-vibe and then the source added that at hide cameron and karanakakulolo got affectionate he was holding her god you're in public people he was holding her. They were whispering in each other's ear. I bet it was like, I'm hot. I'm hot too. We're both hot. That's hot. What are you thinking? Let's say it at the same time on the count of three. One, two, three, nothing. Uh, it says they were whispering in each other's ears and talking the entire night. It was very apparent they were into each other. Tyler leaned in and kissed her neck at one point and also definitely kissed her cheek in public. You son of a bitch. The source goes on to say, I think they're both wonderful. Oh, oh, this is about Gigi. Uh, I think they're both wonderful people, but I think if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. It's just one of those things. She told E.T. earlier this month, you can't force anything. <sighs> And you never know. They're both busy people and they're both great. You know what? Guess what, guys? Busy people? Being a star ain't busy. That's just like, that's just garnish, you know? Like, it's not busy. There's no hard labor being done. It's like, you're looking at your phone. Like, if these guys are like shooting commercials and modeling, there's a lot of downtime. It's a lot of time just to be on your phone. Don't even, like, they're not busy. It's just, but anyways, you guys get it. Okay, so I was going to do a whole Kardashian thing because Kim is on New York Magazine, and I still haven't talked about Kylie selling her business. I'm so proud of her, but also that business took a nosedive in the stocks this week, so Kylie got out at the right right time, I guess. But I wanted to talk. Sorry, I think I'm dying. Okay, I'm back. I'm not dead. I'm still here, but I am getting um, extremely slap happy and tired, and I'm by myself, which sucks. Um so I'm going to edit together this Friendsgiving. And just so you know, this is what I went to on Saturday. My my best friends, Matt Beyer, Jess Wagner, they're getting married. So this is just a bunch of conversations. Not that many, actually, just like a handful. But we got into an interesting conversation about uh, this girl and her dates. And I met a, a really cute married couple that uh, gave some words as well. And then, of course, Matthew, you'll hear. Um, so this is a way to take us out and take us into Thanksgiving. 
Um, I hope you guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I was, I think that Ariana thing was really special. I hope you guys liked it. I really do. And I'm so sorry I got tired and I kind of screwed up the editing and stuff. So I hope that didn't affect your enjoyment of this, but I don't think it did because you're probably in bed right now still. So hopefully you don't hold that against me, but have a great Thanksgiving with your families. Um, I'm around on Instagram if you, you guys need me, uh, so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey. Um, please subscribe and all that stuff. And, uh, I'm going to go see my nephew watermelon who you heard on the podcast. And I think we're going to talk to him again and we're going to talk to, so I'm going to be working and doing a whole bunch of stuff. So, uh, I'm going to play this Friendsgiving thing and then we're going to be out for this episode and I'll talk to you guys again on Friday. And, um, thank you guys so much. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, also, I was going to do an update on T.I. and his daughter's hymen. Nothing happened with the hymen, but uh, they did this Red Table Talk thing. And it's, I mean, first off, also, I want to do a special episode on the Smiths. I think we need to be keeping a closer eye on the Smiths. Do you know what I'm saying? Something's happening. And I just, I feel like we're not paying attention. And all of a sudden, it's just going to hit us. And then it's over. It's like the environment. We got to take care of it. We got to figure what the Smiths are doing. But I think, I think they're plotting against us. I'll say it. Uh, anyways, happy Thanksgiving, guys. I'll talk to you on Friday. Bye. Hey guys, it's Ryan from So Bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey News. Uh, let me fill you in what's going on here. I am in Arizona right now for my friends, two of my best friends, Matt Byer and Jessica Wagner. They are engaged, and I'm going to be their officiant at their wedding next year, which I take very seriously. But they're doing a Friendsgiving, because Thanksgiving is coming up this next week. And I was invited, and it's been a crazy couple months for me. But I had to make the time to come down here and do this. And I kind of, just to be honest, I needed something to make me feel human that wasn't podcasting or work or work-related. So I'm hoping... This is it, and it's already been a blast. Uh, so I got off work last night, drove with my friend Sean all the way out here. Uh, haven't got much sleep, but we're already setting up for the crab boil, and I'm really excited. But to make this worth my while, <laughs> it already is, but to make it a business trip, I'm going to try to get the courage up to interview all of the friends here. Now, a lot of these friends I don't know, so this will be very interesting because I don't know if you guys know this. A lot of guys treat reality shows like, what's that garbage you watch? If it's not sports, I'm not watching it. So I can't wait to get their opinions and also to be like, who's this freak in my face? Or maybe it's great. Maybe we'll end up, I'll have like lifetime friends after this. Who knows? But I'm going to try to be brave for you guys. This is good practice for water bottle on the head couple. Guys, if you don't know water bottle on the head couple, please go back to, I think, episode two or three. I talk about it. There's place markers, I think, but it's basically a couple I see with water bottles on their head hiking all the time. And I've never had the courage to talk to them. Hey, what's up, dude? Hey, hey this is Sean. Hey, this is Sean. Hey. I'm, I'm just doing an intro to the, the Friendsgiving. Oh yeah. This is who I drove with Sean Partridge. Say hi, Sean. Hi, Ryan. You'll talk to him later. So basically what I'm going to try to do tonight is talk to people if I have the courage and I've got to ask him also to, to subscribe and listen to the podcast. So Yes, Sean's already subscribed. Sean's left a review. It's he. You're good. You're gonna make sure I talk to other people, though. And Brian. Yeah. It's not for everyone. 
See, Sean says this podcast is not for everyone, and I think it is for everyone. I think there's how many one star reviews have you gotten? Don't I don't want to talk about the reviews. I don't want to talk about the reviews. I've gotten three one star reviews. I don't want to talk about it though. It's not for everyone. Those are people against me. Those aren't people. That's not about the podcast. Those are people just against me personally. It's not a. It's not a thing. It's my mom. Um, anyway, so you'll talk to him later. You'll talk, hopefully, here, a lot of these people. Uh, I hope this is going to be a fun little Friendsgiving thing to take you into Thanksgiving. Or if it's, or if this, is, if this intro is the only thing you hear, it didn't work, you guys. And I pussed out. So I'm going to try not to puss out. And usually how this works is there'll be girls at the table, and they'll usually watch reality shows, and then I'll talk to them. And then their boyfriends will be like, who the fuck who the fuck is that dude talking to my girlfriend or my fiance or my wife? And then I, I just have to act really non-threatening like I am. So anyways, that is the intro for this, for this science experiment. But I'm also going to try to enjoy myself. I hope you guys are enjoying yourself uh, over this weekend, even though I won't talk to you. You won't hear this until Tuesday. And then what's crazy is then Tuesday night I'm coming. I drive back to Arizona tomorrow. Then Tuesday night I'm flying out to Arizona to spend it with my family. And you're going to talk to my mom, my dad, Watermelon, my sister, her husband, and whatever craziness ensues there. But um, anyways, love you guys. Talk to you soon. So we're at Friendsgiving. I'm watching my very good friend, Matt Pyer, cook his ribs uh, for Friendsgiving. Matt, what does Friendsgiving mean to you? Friendsgiving means uh, all our friends coming together and just enjoying the holiday season and, and our friendship and the spirit of friendship. Nice, nice. That, I, I agree with that as well. Matt, what's your favorite reality show? Oh. Um, <laughs> oh. I like, I've been watching Temptation Island. Which is. Uh, that's a shit show. We don't like that show. <laughs> not a good show. Not a good show. Tell Jessica that. Hey, it's Ryan breaking in real quick. Just to let you know that now, uh, just to clarify what just happened, uh, we were cooking and then we ate all the food. And then this is later, later that night. And me and Matt were passing around a bottle of Jägermeister, like two classy individuals. So, Matthew, what did you, uh, you wanted to tell me a joke earlier. What was the joke? <laughs> Oh boy! So uh, I want to—is it preface it's your dad's. or? Yeah, it's my dad's joke. Yeah, um, it's not that great of a joke, but wow, you don't sell it too hard. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's funny. <laughs> well, let people decide if it's a funny joke. Okay, or you okay, say if it's okay. Funny okay. Joke. Well, then Ryan, I'll, I'll I'll tell it to you. Okay. okay, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Why did the snowman drop his pants? Lame. No, what? Why? Well, he heard he heard the snowblower coming. <laughs> In a Me Too era, that is not. It's probably not appropriate. So, my dad's seventy years old. You're saying the snowman wanted to get his snow penis? Well, he heard the blue. snowblower coming, and he was like, "Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll drop my plans." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you need more explanation? No, I get it. But uh, so, Math- Matthew, we just had a friend's giving a huge crab boil and stuff like that. How did you think it went? I think I, I thought it went really well. I mean, everybody seemed like they had an amazing time, right? I hope so. Everybody was really full. Yeah. What do, What do you like about doing these things? Like, what do you? Why do you do these things, I guess? Why, why do I do them? I, and you don't charge anybody. I just want to, like, if this is all free to us. 
Yeah. The eater. Well, no, it's not free for you. Uh, wait, what do gonna, you mean? We're going to invoice you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what? So you're going to get a bill. We, Sean, let's go mail. tonight. Let's go home. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, well, I think... Uh, I thought, you, I, are you just drinking Jaeger? Yeah, I'm drinking Jaeger, dude. I'm, <laughs> there we go. Here's some Jaeger down there. Yeah, Jaeger. I don't, you know, Jaeger always gets like dismissed as isn't like a this, college drink, it, and I think it's still a like, good drink. Is like, it I don't, deer blood? It's not deer blood, it's Jaegermeister. I, I think it is. It doesn't no. care I think it's dear. Wait, blood. so back to, but why, why do you, what do you appreciate about friendship that you want to do this for your friends? Well, I just want to get all my friends together and, like, just have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. But I you mean, seem to, that seems to be one of your big priorities in life, which I think is yeah. a, one of the best priorities you can have. But where, did you get that from your parents? Yeah, I think 100%. Uh, I mean, my my folks are both very, like, social people, and my mom's very organized and, like, party planning and, like... I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but going into your wedding year, though. Oh boy. How do you think? You know, you have this party atmosphere. Do you hope your wedding is the biggest party you've ever experienced in your life, or do you want to hold back on your wedding and make it a more like personal, just something for you and Jess? No, I think it's going to be a big party. Um, <laughs> One right answer, correct. <laughs> um, I, Jess agrees with me on this. Are you going to be barbecuing at your own wedding? Are you going to be running the grill? In my in my mind, yes, I would like to. Wait, actually, in your mind, you're smoking the meats at your own wedding, dude. I already told Jess I would actually cater this wedding myself, and we could save that cost. <laughs> but I told I told Jess I, we need to get like a new Traeger, and it needs to be like a hitch trailer. Like what's a, a Traeger again? A Traeger is a smoker. Okay, and uh, but it needs to be like a double barrel smoker where it's commercial size where it can handle like 14 yeah, but like briskets. So you get a double smoker for one event and then you just keep it for the rest of your life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I don't know what's why is that funny? Well, just because where would it else come in use for the rest of your life? Well, for other big cooks. Okay, so you also said about your your wedding, what is the wish list? Registry. registry, yeah, the wish list. The registry. By the way, I had oh. a wedding. I don't have any of my well, the gifts. Well, that Jess- I, I don't know where all that went to. Jessica's got a bunch of like things, like towels and sheets and like plates and like whatever. I, I don't. I, yeah, that's cool. But you asked for two things. You said, yeah, I just want a mountain bike, and <laughs> I don't see why and what that's was the so second weird. thing you wanted. I want like that. D- like the trailer smoker. Okay, because like, nobody's gonna. I like. I can just tell you personally. I'm not gonna spring to get you a mountain bike, and if I dig, if I, I am gonna buy you a gift, but it's gonna be, it's gonna be for both you and Jess. It's not gonna be like the no, mountain no, no. bike that Jess you ride. Jess would appreciate it because, like, if I'm out mountain biking, like, I she's by herself. She's not around me. <laughs> she appreciates that. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Wait, I, I wait. Did you tell Jess these are the two things you asked for? No, yeah. no, she knows because what I did keep, she say? Because I keep putting it on the registry no. and she keeps taking it off. She's like, you wait, can't what put it on registry there. are you putting this on? Because Crate and Barrel doesn't sell mountain bikes and shit like that. Oh no, we're doing that Zolo thing or Zillow or Zillow. That's where you put your house, dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just think Zola. I don't know. 
Yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> that's you. the wedding site. So, what is your biggest fear about the wedding coming up? Like, what's your what? What is like? Is there anything that could go wrong that you're like in my head? I have this weird fear of. Yeah, well, maybe the efficient. Shut. No, I'm gonna be great. That, <laughs> no, that's already in the bag, dude. That's already in the bag. I first thing I do, I say we're all gathered here to celebrate Matt and Jess. Does everybody have a phone? Do you guys all have iTunes? Pull it out, subscribe to my podcast, and then we're going to get going. I don't know. I'm, he didn't even listen to that. He's like so scared in his head. He didn't even hear that joke. He didn't even hear that joke. Was there a joke in that? Yeah. Ryan, cut this out. Ryan, cut this out. Cut this out. Ryan, cut this out. Cut this out. Cut this out. Ryan. Um, no, is there a big fear for because weddings are scary? Do you have a fear of of anything going wrong, like of people not showing up? Of you, I have a fear of uh, too many people. Because uh, we're already at it. Like we have, we have. Oh, yeah. You have too many friends. Yeah, we we have a lot of good friends. Yeah, I mean, this tonight had what like thirty five people or something. Yeah. Yeah. What was your favorite dish tonight? <laughs> no, for real. Well, I thought the crab was really good. Uh, but favorite dish that you didn't make? Oh, well. I'm, did you enjoy any of the dips? Did you enjoy any of the... I did. I did. Um, I actually... Oh, the charcuterie board was... charcuterie board is really good. Yeah. But I also like the hush bees, like the... Uh, oh, the okay. app. Yeah, yeah. Whoever brought no. that was... That was fantastic. Um <laughs> But, th- yeah, I thought the food I made was pretty good. Wait, 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 wait. And, and, and to, end, to end this portion of the interview tonight, because we're going to interview again in the morning oh, and get your views the morning after, your dad always has, like, a lot of philosophies in life he's told you about. What is one of the biggest philosophies he's told you that's stayed with you? Ah, let's Because you've told me a couple that I kind of blow me away. Yeah, yeah. So I would say uh, my dad's a dreamer. I don't know. He, he's always like dream, plan, execute kind of guy. Like, you know. So have a dream. Have a dream. Plan it out. Visualize it in your head, you know. Yeah. And then actually figure out, plan it out, and then execute it. And I don't know. It seems like it's worked for him in his life. This man's mm. had adventure after adventure, it ah, seems like. The man's great, yeah. Okay, well, Matthew Byer, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank, thank you for having me, Ryan. You killed it, Matt. Okay, I'm here with uh, Jenny Carlson. We can cut that last name out if you don't want it. And and who else are we here with? Jessica Hostert. Jessica. <laughs> so, uh, what, uh, Jenny, what is your favorite part about Friendsgiving? Um, you know what? It's honestly nice to see all of their friends that I don't see all the time. The buyers usually bring a nice cast of characters together. <laughs> Um, I love uh, meats by Matt, of course. <laughs> Matt's meats, as he likes to call them. Yeah, everyone loves Matt's meats. I love a crab boil, uh, but I think it's just fun to like get together with friends, and it, there's no family holiday pressure. No, I hate I'll... to switch gears completely, but oh, we, we talked go. about this earlier. Yep, here you we go. You were talking about the perils of dating. Here we go. I love and it. You're like, no, we're no, going to no, talk about your day. Because you Wait, let me see, switch no, no, over. Because you seem to have a very, you, you know, you were talking about inside much earlier about online dating sure. and how you... You don't. What did you say? You said uh, you don't trust a guy if they've 
you're on a date with them and it's their first date on online dating. You have to give them a year so they can get roughed around a bit. Well, I'm, yes, thank you. Jess is talking. That's a rookie card. Yes, I mean, I, I don't love it when someone says, oh, my God, you're my first Bumble date. That's not a good sign. But isn't it a good sign because they're full of hope and, like, they're full of they want it to work because they're so excited? So they're full of hope with, like, 30 other. Yeah, it is. It's going to have really bad, awkward sex. <laughs> that was just Taylor. Don't quite know what to do yet, or where to put your hands. <laughs> Confusion. They need to figure out, and you don't want to be the test drive. <laughs> so you're saying there's? I no... mean, that's. I mean, honestly, that's a good way to put it. No, but there's Mom. no way it can go good then. I will say that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, no, sometimes, no. Sometimes you need a nice guy just to restore your faith in men. It's like. And you said that about a guy. You said yes. there was like a nice guy you had dated. Yes, I will say after my last serious relationship, I dated a really nice guy for like, didn't expect to date someone, dated him for about six months, restored my faith. And we were both new to it at the time. So I think as you're both coming in new, great. But yeah, if I meet a guy who is like fresh on Bumble, he's like, oh my God, you're my first Bumble. I'm like, oh, fuck. But then on the other hand, do you want somebody that's like walking around of like, just frazzled and like been fucked over by every like no, oh I'm I just mean, I'm listen, so fucking frazzled that no, I No, uh, I don't. But here's what happens is that like I'm their first bumble date and, and, and then or, like whatever. You know, they their eyes are open cuz maybe they've been in a relationship for a few years and they're like, "Oh my god, like this is a new world." I mean, I get it. Like I was in a relationship for 4 years, you come out and then when you are ready, then all of a sudden you're like Holy shit, this didn't exist before. And but you have why, no idea. why is dating important at all? Why do you give it that much space in your head? Why do, why do any of us give it that much space in our I heads? Know, I Thank give you. it that much space, but I think it's... But it's something I, that bums you out if it doesn't go good, right? I don't know if it bums me out at this point. I think it's, I mean, you kind of have to just kind of settle with it and think it's hilarious. I mean, I think Jessica enjoys the... Uh, stories. The, the stories. I mean, it's pretty funny at this point, I it think. It is funny because everybody has these horrible stories... What was your horrible story you were telling in there? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I have some, but <laughs> some. I've been I've been luckier. One of our friends was talking tonight about yeah. uh, someone chasing her down with a car, so I haven't had that. But um, I will say that it's interesting how guys are these days with dating. I've learned that. So my one of my really good girlfriends, who I love, yeah, this is good. You were talking about who this, just how guys got are. she just got engaged. Bless her. And she had always said to me, you need to, you need to say to them on your first date, do you want to get married? Do you have kids? I'm like, that's a little forward. No. You, do you really want to say that on the first I, date? I'm, listen, I don't. But however, after my last experience, I thought, you know what? She might be onto that. I went out with a guy a couple of times. I brought him over to said Casa where we're sitting here. We've been out several times. I bring him to a barbecue where it's very couple-ish. Oh, is this the guy that you really liked by her? Yeah. That's the guy he liked. Well, I'm not going to name him because we're on a podcast. The guy you like. Taco guy? Oh, well, there you go. Um, I didn't say it. I like all the guys you bring by. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. I I am a good picker. Um, Yeah, I brought him over. Like, we had been on some dates. I bring him over here. We're having a roast. We're hanging. All of a sudden, we're We're sitting playing games. We're hanging. It's it's all couples. I'm like, ah, I brought you with my friends. You know, you... in my opinion, if you're a guy and you accept to go over to a girl's friend's house where it's going to be a dinner, you're signing up you're married. for... No, you're not married. You're signing up for, I might want to date this person. Yeah, definitely. I, I agree with that, right? And only this person. 
Yeah. So we're sitting there. We're Wait, playing. you but you snuck in that last thing at the end. Only this person. You snuck that in at the end. Well, at some point. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like a guy could possibly be dating multiple people. Sure. Like I'm okay. not a nun. Like, well, you just fine. said if he agrees to come over here. Right, but only... the, the phrase I'm going to give you next is okay, going to give okay, you pause. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Are you going to fall over? Do you have your truly? I've got my truly. Hold I it tight. Over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm holding my truly tight. It's going to be your best podcast <laughs> ever. I can't wait for the readings to just go through the roof. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're sitting there. We're playing a game. Jay Taylor's actually sitting not too far away from me. She has amazing herring. Like, she might be have Yoda ears at this point for this. Baby Yoda, who's so cute and trending right now. Hashtag Baby Yoda. Um, so she's sitting next to me, and we're talking, uh, which I thought was quiet, but then I realized Jay Taylor had heard it. So he leans over. I thought, I think we're having a good time. I'm like, it's going well. I like him. So are you nervous when you're hanging out with him? Or are you like, is this, are you constantly looking at him like, is this going well? Are you no, constantly I, thinking, is this going calm. good? I'm feeling like it's okay. okay. I made a good dish for the night. My con- contribution was good. What was, was your good. dish? I made two different mac and cheeses. <laughs> one, one New York Times edition, one uh, Contessa. Wow. They were good? It was actually really good. It was. You're welcome. Um, no, I feel like I have good... F- Listen. Yeah, wait, wait. I want to hear what he says. Well, yeah, but I was just going to say, I wasn't nervous because I bring a lot to the table. Have you seen my friends? No, no, no. I Which know includes you. I know you bring a lot. I'm not saying that. I'm saying... Some people bring to the like. Some people are like so uh, burnt by dating that they're nervous then to make a wrong move or to say the wrong thing, or they're like, "I want this person to like me so bad that I'll do anything." No, I don't feel that way. I feel like, listen, like I, you know, most of it is not what I feel like it's really me, but I feel like it's I have really great friends and a great family, so I don't think about that that way. Yeah, but that regardless of what you do, you'll have that. Well, yeah, like nobody's dumping you, you know, in terms of family and friends. You never know. <laughs> wow! I was literally, I'm like, are we dumping? Are we dumping Jenny? Like, I'm, Matt, I'm, Matt, I'm Matt, totally, I'm totally to kidding. Jenny? I'm totally kidding. You might be dumping me. I, oh boy! All right. So, anyways, no, I wasn't sitting there thinking, oh my god, am I doing okay? okay Did I yeah. say the wrong thing? No, I was thinking, we're good. This is going great. My friends like him. He jumped into Hawaiian shirt day, like. Well, that's why Matt liked him so yeah. much, because Matt loves Hawaiian shirt day. He did. Yeah. So that was the whole thing. Is that, That's why I knew they were in, was when he was like, Jenny didn't tell me it was Hawaiian shirt day. Of course I'm going to wear a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> so anyways, so let's get back to the story. Yes. We're sitting there, we're playing, what's that game that we were passing around, the little digital game? We are playing catchphrase, and we're sitting there, we're all having a great time. My team is beating his team. Maybe that was part of the problem. He's sitting next to me, and he looks over at me, and I, I thought I was going to say something really nice. And he's like, hey. I'm like, hey. <laughs> oh, my God. It still kills me. And he goes, how do you feel about a non-monogamous relationship? <laughs> During catchphrase. <clears throat> During catchphrase. Like, Wait, what, what was the catchphrase? <laughs> it was the catchphrase. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I have to give it to myself. I kind of pat myself on the back for this because I had several vodka sodas at this point. <laughs> and I said, my, I looked without a beat. I was like, um, I'm not signing up for polygamy. <laughs> I'm going to be a sister wife. Is that what you want? And he's like, I'm just trying something new. He's trying something new. And right. he decided to say that in the middle of a Right. A and which to I said to him, I, I said, well, I thought you were serial monogamous like I am. He's like, well, I was. He's like, I'm just trying something new. But he's like, it I'm didn't like, work. And like. Well, 
Well, no. I mean, I said, I said, great. I was like, am I anything like the last two girls you dated? And he's like, no. I was like, great. You're trying something new. <laughs> great, you're trying. You start something new. So after that, I just, I mean, I think, I mean, what it, that stands for is, I want to like bang a bunch of bitches, but I think you're great. So he's still and in so touch. So did you put in? Oh, you still talk to him. I mean, he reaches out. I mean, I had to. Maddie gave you him still a whole. still hang out well, with him? No. Maddie had to give him a whole. Maddie gave. Oh, no, I, wait, wait, wait. No, pass, no, no. Pass the mic to her. No, she no, She just no. said you just went out with him. I'll tell oh, you why. No. no, no. By the way. Are you I ready? He says exactly what. He goes, what do you feel about serial monogamy? You're like, I don't want to be polygamous. You probably still hook up with him. And that is. No, not at probably... all. Probably. Not at all. Here's the deal. Here's the reason why I had to go back out with him. He has my keys. He, yeah. I had his shirt. You could give him back his shirt in a different way. You did not have to go No, back. I tried. So he took a Hawaiian shirt, left his shirt here. Oh, so it's your fault she went yeah. back out with him. So I gave him the address here, and it was like, while I'm gone, you can pick it up. And he was like, okay, cool, because I was gone for like two weeks between like weddings and whatever. I'm like, here's the address. Feel free to pick it up. I'm be gone forever. Was this just recent? Yeah, oh, and he, okay, he okay. didn't he didn't pick it up, and I was like, and he texted me. He's like, "Hey, do you have my shirt?" I'm like, "It's still at Matt's house. I can go get it, or you could get it." And he's like, "Why don't we go to dinner?" I'm like, oh. "Did he All pay?" Right. Yeah. Oh, that's a good date then. It was a good date, but I would say before that, like, wait, I, did you say it was a good date? It was a good date. Wait, I said it was a date, and you go, "It was a good date." <laughs> I didn't say it was a good date. I said it was a date, and you literally go, "It was a good date." Wait, Jenny, this is getting deeper than... This is why podcasts are great. This is getting deeper than... Okay. You, I love that I I'm like, you say episode it was 11, a good I can't date. wait. Literally, you just told us a story about kind of standing up for yourself and I'm not into polygamy and blah, blah, blah. I'm a and chick. Then, this is what we do. But why, We love people who don't want to be with us. But then why... why this, is who I, this is who we are. Why did you go out to dinner and then you literally give him the chance because to Because I'm a, a girl? Date? But why, Why Jenny? would I like you someone who liked me? But... Why do you... Cl- I only like people who you don't like me. You should have closed it off that, like... There, I you had shouldn't... him back his shirt. I took him back you, the Okay. Let's, let's call us... We're at the point where we can all buy shirts. Like, we're not shirtless. Like, there's really no way we it. don't... Yeah. By the way, when I actually... It's probably just like a white t-shirt. When I I le- like no. A... When I left him at Jesse's, like, it's my favorite shirt. Please give it back to me. And I was like, I great. Wait, no, so you know, and I got wait, back when home. was this? When was this date? When was this good date? Oh, it was probably like a month ago. And so ha- wait, did he? When did he call you after that? How he still texts me? He texts what, me like, the other day. Did the next day when you guys woke up together? Did he te- like? No, we didn't. Like uh-uh. he went home because I think maybe he has like a sister wife. Like I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> oh, so you admit that he did hook up with you, but you? No, we didn't hook up. Okay, we have never hooked up. Oh, well, we that's... kissed. That's it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Something's not at there's like a missing piece here. Trust me, I am with you. There is a missing yeah. piece. I'm not sure. I just don't know why you allowed it to have another date. Just I for like a I shirt. Give a, listen, I was trying to do no, a no, coffee you, date. I was trying to do everything, but he's like, dinner. I'm like, fine. That's so funny. Like I've had literally people like mail shit back to me. Like <laughs> Yeah, like you, you know, like you have like people have other shirts. Like I have so many shirts. Well, I'm too nice. I felt like no, you're, you you cannot him, be too nice too. Like listen, I gave him the out. I I, I felt like that was the out, right? Like but I was see, like, you wanted him to be like no. Well, you, yeah, I did. You want wanted him. him to be like, I want to like, I want that shirt. Please 
That shirt almost no, represented you. I, no, that no, shirt no, no, represents no. you. I wanted him to get it from Matt. Like, that's why I gave him Matt's number. But when that's he what left, titillates you that he didn't want to get it from Matt. Because then you were like, oh. No, it didn't It didn't really because, uh, no, no, because I told Jess, I was like, I really don't want to do this. Because you were like, look at this guy fighting for me all of a sudden. Not really. No, kind no, of no. In a, in a low-key way. No, no. It was like that, No, though. I actually really didn't want to go out with him. I was a little irritated about the situation. And then he won me over again while we were there because he is taco guy and he's fun. <laughs> I can't wait till he hears hey, this I, podcast. Now I, he's, a, now, he's not going to hear this podcast. You never know. No, but like, how is he? I'm, I'm so Matt. Why, why is he charming, Matt? He's not. You don't think so? <laughs> Matt goes. Oh, he's okay. not. <laughs> We're not allowed to say that word oh. anymore. Social. Social. Socially, yeah. You can bleep that out. <laughs> no, no, just socially. The word yeah, no, socially. we had, like, so we went to dinner. It was fine, like, whatever. And then I realized, like, I he came out with um, Candace and I and, like, Kyle. And then. Um, so did you guys find him charming as she found him? She was not a fan. He did not. I can tell he did not. Guys thought, already, no, uh, guys I thought always, you liked him. Guys no? Always, by the way, everybody likes everybody until the, everybody likes everybody. Like, why wouldn't we? He's awkward. Oh, she the mic. Yeah, give her the mic. Wait, why is he awkward? You know when people don't pick up on social cues. That's that's yeah, that's how I am. Yeah. Yeah, he (laughs) just kind of awkward, almost like you're trying a little too hard. Like you know when someone lies and they like give too many details because they're lying. Dude, I did that at I was trying to return the shirt to Macy's and I they weren't returning. I go. And I and I was like, it's for my and I then I just I was like, it's for my boss's husband and he didn't and I just started giving all these details. It was for me, but I was like, and he's such a jerk and he like and I give all these details and I didn't and they were like, we'll take it That's back. What like, happens? Yeah. Right. And so he was almost like trying too hard to like work the car. Like you're already here. Like no one's mad that you're here. Like just be cool. Yeah. Like, we're just all chilling, playing catchphrase. <laughs> you don't have to be weird. I gave you my shirt. And, and Matt already <laughs> gave him the work. So I think he was trying a little hard, but he but he was also in a room of strangers. But there's so, also a yeah. sociopathic behavior in somebody that is experiencing this, and then also on the same night chooses to turn to the person they came with and go, "What do you feel about non-monogamous relationships?" Yeah. That's bizarre on top of bizarre. Yes, it was bizarre. Like that's a, you have a choice not to do that. Like you can just say it's just bizarre well yeah it was it was bizarre and there was a couple swings in what he said during the game of catchphrase and then post that at the bar i don't know who when we all went out to dilly dally then there was there were some there were some odd comments and some we'll say some we'll say yeah we'll like say what? More, like what we'll say, I, well, I don't know they were somewhat graphic comments what? based on how about okay. girls, just just toward, towards women in general. Oh, we'll just say. well, very. very I'd loose. like to see my shirt on just her. Very, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you've you've got the idea. Okay, I got it. Yeah, yeah. They were somewhat loose. Wow. wow. Yeah, he, he was oh, a little bit frisky. Stop. <laughs> Jenny, it I, wasn't. The the comments were not. They were not terrible, but it was just a. They were standard. Guy comments, I would say, at a bar. But based on where the night was previously and then where it ended, there was just a large shift, I would like to say, in the attitude. 
I mean, was he was he was he trying to impress you guys with the lewd comments, or was you think this was because some guys will try to impress like, hey, this is how I talk about women because I think you guys talk about women this way, or was this inward? Like, was this him? I I think it was just an odd comment. Like, I kind of because in the four in the I, yeah, Matt does like everybody. If if someone said to me, which of the people at this party? is most likely to be like Buffalo Bill in Silence oh, of the Lambs. I'd, fu- I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me. Was she a big fat lady? I'd fuck me. Yeah. I'd Goodbye fuck me. horses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's like, I'm out. But no, in the 40-year-old virgin, Steve Carell's like, um, when he's talking to the guys, he's like, hey, check out her big sand fun bags. Oh, like, he doesn't wow. know how to talk about women, right. so he's trying to impress the other guys he's with, you I know? Would just, I would just like to clear the air and say, it Sounds like you have a horrible, happened. like, guy odometer. Apparently, listen, I would totally agree with that. That's not, well, he's saying that's not true. I have? Yeah, yeah, wait, oh, okay, wait, go ahead. this is good, this is good. Because I would actually so, also say, Ryan, that I I do have a bad guy odometer. No, 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 no. See, wait, wait, wait. So I would, I would wholeheartedly disagree there. Okay. Because I think if you look at the general, the general population <laughs> and the people that you really want to date, it's going to be pretty narrow. And I think you've brought out, of the people that we've met that you've brought, a lot of them, I think, are just great people. Now, that... Okay. It hasn't worked out relationship wise, but that's a different. Well, no, but that's but, but that's different though. Then, then yeah, bowling guy. That's different. Bowling guy was great. Bowling guy was great. The guy you brought to our wedding, I thought was very nice. Now I know that that didn't work. I, but I'm just saying though, for on the on the surface, they're very nice. Now they may yeah. not be dating material, but that's oh, a different. That's a different criteria. Yeah. yeah. Well, but by the way, it's, I find it fascinating you, first that you, you name all of them. You, like, there's a code name for all of them. Of like, there's course. bowling guy. There's a, and then we'll go I, wedding guy because he came to our wedding. And you know what? So I will add this. You know, what I liked about him. He had class. He gave us a card. We had we had friends that we've known for years that didn't give us a card. This guy came to our wedding once. Oh wait, wait. Speaking of that, actually, uh, speaking of wedding gifts, how many of your friends didn't get you a wedding gift? Uh, and so, do you hold that against them? Because um, you have a year to give a wedding gift. Oh, so you have a year to give so, a wedding gift. So funny, funny comment on that. Actually, there is one person in our group. How how far does this podcast go? Is it's just, <laughs> I mean, it's to reality people that so, watch reality shows. There was there was one there was one person in our group that is always very vocal about money. I would say always, yeah. never. You know, it's always oh I. Bought this house and sold this house and made this and I make X and I got this new job. You get the drift. They came to the wedding and out of, I think, all of our friends, there were two couples that didn't give us even a card. And they were one of them. Now, granted, though, we did... Was did it, was it before our anniversary that we all of a sudden randomly got... We we received a gift. Yeah, you do have a year. With it, yeah, at the like the day, the literally the day before. And did it say, "Ha ha! You thought I was gonna miss it." No. Uh, uh, so we have a theory that maybe there was 
maybe something wrong with a calendar reminder on his phone. But but then there was there was one other couple, and again, they're very, I'll say, very flashy. It's, it's funny, and I think it just goes to show our generation. It was like kind of the two flashiest groups of people, I would say, that didn't give any gifts. They they're, drive extremely nice vehicles, flash around to top-end fashion all the time, like to talk about money, and... I'm fine with not getting a gift, but what really, what really chapped my caboose in the Midwestern <laughs> term this guy needs was a was the fact that there was not even a card. I mean, come on, a card? Yeah, you a can't easy. Yeah, take yeah, yeah. a two ninety nine card. Now, what psych- psychologically? But but psychologically, what do you think is behind like the people that are the flashiest that don't? What do you think is behind that psychologically? I, like. We we take care of ourselves and we don't think about somebody else. What do you think is behind that? I I think that's part of it. I think it's you self centered, and I think it's also to my wife's comment just now about ego, is that the only people that are going to see that gift is my wife and I. Oh, that's interesting. Now, when you go out to a restaurant, though. They're going to want to order a lot of things and put on a big show, and they might pick up a round, and everybody else knows exactly what they did. So I think there's an ego there. And then, to be frank, I think there's just a, a financial limit of we're stretching ourselves thin, and, you know, this is, we're not going to splurge yeah, 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 yeah. for anything yeah. else. No, these, these. I love those people at the bar, though. If you're and this is, but if you're, you're going around buying drinks at a bar, there's always the one guy that it's their turn to buy drinks, and you you just got your drink from whoever's buying it for the round, and you're like two sips in, and they're like, "Hey, who wants one? I want to get one," and they're like, "Oh, I still have a full one." Okay, man. Well, I offered like you know, and that's their round. Like I, they're like. I, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So the the people that did that second group that didn't give us the gift at the yeah. wedding, from what I've heard, and I haven't been there, is they're good to go out to a restaurant and order appetizers for a group, and then want to split the bill when no one else wants to like eats anything or chip in. And I remember in college, right in in college, yeah. I had a friend. Do you want to go to a nice dinner? You're in. I had a friend. Yeah, and I had a friend and a roommate in college that he, well, I'd say more of an acquaintance, um, but he was classic for if you went out and it was, if he had more than, I'll say, the average in the group and he knew it, you know, he drank more or whatever, ate more. He'd always want to split the tab evenly. <laughs> but then when that day came that he's like, I had, you know, one drink. Hey, let's let's get separate checks. You know? <laughs> and I think that that kind of goes to yeah. just the mentality of a lot of people that if you can kind of sneak some things away. But with a wedding gift, you can't really, you can't hide. You either have to give it or you don't. There's no real in-between. And it's not as though we're going to call anyone out in person on that. On a podcast, you bet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know we know very few people hear this, so we can. Uh, well, this has been perfect. This has actually been better than I thought it would be. So we're gonna, we'll close this off right now. No, we'll start back up later. But I, I do this in sections. Yeah, that was perfect. Fuck.
And that's it, folks. That is the show. Um, it is now 6.36 in the morning. I still have to pack. I still have to do it. And I've been up. I've, man, I have full 24 hours. That's, that's crazy. Um, anyways, we're heading into <laughs> – I can't even make sense anymore. So what I'm going to leave you with is one of my favorite songs. It is what I was talking about earlier in the interview with Ariana. It is the, um, the acoustic version of Mr. Jones by one of my favorite bands, unironically – from a ch- <laughs> from childhood. <laughs> okay, you guys, I'm slap happy. I, I I had so many screw ups. Remember, I left the equipment at Arizona, got new equipment. Don't know how to work that equipment, and took. <laughs> okay, anyways, coming at you, counting crows. <laughs> guitar and take some time and learn how to play just learn how to play well I was down at the new Amsterdam just staring at this yellow haired girl Mr. Jones strikes up a conversation with a black head Flamenco dance, you know she dances while his father plays guitar. She's suddenly beautiful, and we all want something beautiful. I wish I was beautiful. I'll call up Maria. Some of them Spanish dances and pass me a bottle, Mr. Jones. Believe in me, come on, help me believe in anything, cause I wanna be someone who believes. Mr. Jones and me tell each other fairy tales, stare at the beautiful Looking at you, nah, nah, nah. She's looking at me standing in this bright light. Been through a stereo when everybody loves you. You should never be lonely. In blue and red and black and gray All the beautiful colors are very, very meaningful Yeah, you know gray, it's my favorite color I just get so confused every day But if I knew Picasso, I would buy myself a gray guitar And play Mr. Jones and me Look into 
looking at you. I don't think so. She's looking at me standing in that spotlight. Look at me, I got myself this great guitar, man, when everybody loves me. I hope I never get lonely. Everybody wants to pass as cats. We we all want to be big, 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 big stars. Yeah, but then we get second thoughts about that. So believe in me, man. I don't believe in anything, and I don't want to be someone to believe. You should not believe in me. Cause Mr. Jones and me, we just went stumbling through the body for you. There's got to be someone for me. I want to be Bob Dylan. Mr. Jones, would you see with someone just a little more funky? Well, man, when everybody loves you, sometimes that's just about as fucked up as you can be. Well, can't you hear me? Because I'm screaming. But I did not go other much anymore Betches